This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Department of Homeland Security issued a terror threat bulletin today about online forums encouraging violent extremist attacks after the elementary school massacre in Uvalde, Texas. Correspondent Nicole Skanga has more. The bulletin also warns of potential grievance-inspired violence ahead of the midterm elections and the Supreme Court's decision on overturning Roe v. Wade. Homeland Security mentions potential gunmen 21 and younger who cannot ferret out the truth online. With pressure mounting on lawmakers in Washington, four senators, two Democrats, two Republicans, are trying to reach a compromise on new gun control restrictions. Correspondent Scott McFarland. Possible areas of agreement could include helping states enact or improve their red flag laws, which allow courts to seize guns from anyone deemed dangerous. A mother of three in Florida has been charged with manslaughter by culpable negligence. Police say her two-year-old son found an unsecured gun in the house and killed his dad, Orange County Sheriff John Mina. Now these young children have effectively lost both of their parents. Father is dead, their mother is in jail, and a young child has to live their life knowing that he shot his father. 28-year-old Marie Ayala faces a possible 15 years in prison. Time to cash in on bargains at Target. The company plans to cut prices and cancel orders to clear out inventory shoppers just aren't buying post-pandemic. Retail analyst Bert Flickinger. The big issue is too many goods chasing too few cash and credit constrained consumers. The World Bank has just downgraded its outlook for the global economy sharply. It's concerned the war in Ukraine, the prospect of food shortages, and the possible return of stagflation could lead to the slowest growth in more than four decades. There's a Goodyear tire recall for RV drivers. Jeff Gilbert with our affiliate WWJ in Detroit. The government has been investigating the G159 tires for five years. Goodyear earlier declined requests to recall them. Now they've changed their mind saying they want to address concerns. Those concerns include claims of tread separation and lawsuits alleging crashes, injuries, and deaths. They're testing out four-day work weeks overseas. CBS's Vicki Barker is in London. Workers at this brewery are now making 100% of their pay in 80% of the time. Craig is on board. If I know I've got to get stuff done in four days' time, so enjoy that extra day, I think that will be a good incentive. More than 3,300 workers at 70 UK companies have joined the six-month trial. Dow down 172. This is CBS News. Need hires who dazzle without the hassle? You need Indeed. Their powerful platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast Baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The Breakfast Baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything Bagel will be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. 
Morning, everybody. Another nice start out there. Today, mostly sunny, then increasing cloudiness late in the day. It'll be breezy today. 76 shoreline, 80 degrees inland. Tonight, showers, then showers and possibly thunderstorms overnight tonight. Uh, overnight low 63. Tomorrow morning showers then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. Highs in the upper 70s, low 80s. Thursday showers likely, perhaps an isolated thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy. Highs cooler in the upper 70s. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 73 in Norwich, 70 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Could armed guards be coming to a local school district? They might be in Old Lyme, where the school superintendent is proposing that security officers carry guns. The district is seeking feedback from parents, and a special school board meeting will be held June 15th to vote on the idea. Senator Richard Blumenthal is taking aim at what he calls price gouging by large oil companies as Connecticut's gasoline prices continue to skyrocket. Blumenthal appearing outside a Hartford gas station yesterday expressing anger with the soaring cost of fuel. He says big oil is profiteering, collecting record earnings while consumers are dealing with unprecedented pain. He says profits of the five largest oil companies were up 300% in the first quarter of this year over the same period last year amounting to an extra $35 billion in earnings. The Rhode Island Attorney General's Office is indicting a former Catholic priest for sex assault. A grand jury has charged 66-year-old Kevin Fissett, a former priest in the Providence Diocese. The allegations are from a male victim between 1981 and 1982, and at the time of the alleged assault it happened in Burrowville, the state says the defendant served at Our Lady of Victory Parish in Hopkinton and was the chaplain at Rhode Island Hospital. Fissett was removed from the ministry in 2009. He is due for a court arraignment tomorrow. The state of Connecticut again offering free shuttles and improved transit offerings to popular state parks. Fare-free transportation will be provided to seven of the state's busiest parks. People using the free transportation services will be dropped off within a 10-minute walk of their chosen park. The locations were chosen based on factors that include attendance, parking availability, and seasonal employment levels. Mostly sunny, breezy today, high of 78. It is 73 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Watch out for the price gouging. Yes, that is the allegation. Allegations. All right. Welcome to Allegations. W-I-C-H-A-M and FM. Sounds like a soap opera. Do you have any allegations for us today? Hmm? Uh, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. No. No allegations. Well, that's our show for today. (laughs) That was quick. I'm always looking for a guest I've never had on the show, ever. A topic. You know I've been doing this for a couple of years. Yeah, a few. So centuries. One o'clock. We're going to talk about frozen embryos. Really, you've never talked about that? Nope. Frozen embryos. Mm-hmm. For those who may not understand it, it's another. Right. It's a cool form of adoption. Frozen embryos. Yeah, could be controversial, and uh, mm. there's some fights over some. Yeah, that's what a good you, topic. What do you tell your child when they're about ten or eleven? Mm. <laughs> mm. You were frozen. You were frozen. Okay. <laughs> Well, the heat turned the heat up in here. No, no, that's exactly. what we're saying. Today is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. <clears throat> Yum. Looks like we're running out of days, aren't we? There's a day for everything, pretty yeah, much. I mean, what have we left out? Frozen Embryo Day. 
Haven't had that. I think maybe they don't have one, yeah. So you know what we're doing a week from today? Of course I do. The ice cream show. We're going to be at the Dairy Queen in Taftville. Yeah, and you're going to be there. Rubbing elbows with the listeners and mm-hmm. talking. and I guess we yeah, can rub elbows fun. now. We can do a little rubbing elbows. Yeah, That's over all right. six feet away. Very, very long arms. Free, uh, free ice cream for WICH listeners. Yum. And everybody that gets there till the till they're gone, we have a hundred flags to give away. Oh yeah, because cool. it's Flag Day. That's right. And the Dairy right. Queen said, you know, in honor of Flag Day, not only a free nice. ice cream cone, but for the first one hundred, you get a free flag. Free flag. It's kind of neat. First one hundred. That so, is very neat. It should be fun. It's our Listener Appreciation Day. And if yep. you've always wanted to meet Marty Hausberger... Yeah, I'm sure there's many of you. <laughs> wearing his summer shorts, flexing his oh, wow. uh, golf muscles. Should I wear shorts that day? You yeah. can wear shorts after yeah. you... Yeah. Do you ever wear shorts to work? What are you wearing at now? Sometimes, if I know I'm going golfing. Yeah, that's okay. I wear shorts. We don't mind. There was a time mm-hmm. when um, the rule was everybody wore a tie... Shorts and ties? No, not no shorts, no, no shorts. ties. Yet. But uh, they lifted the tie, the tie thing. Yeah, before the pandemic, I would dress, you know, khakis and, and you know, mm-hmm. button-down shirts or polo shirts or whatever. But since the pandemic, I've let myself go. I wear blue jeans and mm-hmm. shorts, and yeah, I barely keep myself up at all. <laughs> sad. It's really sad. Yeah, I didn't even recognize you the other day. Well, I don't I know. know who you are. Yes, it's all ruffled. And Unkempt. Isn't you're having trouble getting out of bed these days? Is that what it is? Well, last week was rough on me, so I had extra duty. So yeah, <clears> I was, yeah, I looked like hell. Yeah. Sometimes I get a up on the wrong side of the bed, the bed <laughs> with the window, and sometimes the window's open and <laughs> <laughs> fall to the bushes. It's a painful way to get up out of bed. Ooh. Isn't it amazing? Sometimes it takes you long to wake up. You know. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to wake up. I, I couldn't get the alarm to stop ringing this morning. They had. I was hitting the wrong. It was the cruise alarm button, where every two minutes it comes back again, and I whoa! <laughs> it was hysterical, but you had to be there. You kept hitting the snooze button, and it just kept yeah. You know, it just kept the, coming that's back. What that does? It was yeah. not hitting the right button. After all these years, folks. So um, besides frozen embryos, uh, we're going to talk uh, to the manager of Dairy Queen at eleven o'clock. Really, Crystal. Crystal, she's nice. a great. She's great, and she loves these get-togethers. Going to talk about the Dairy Queen and what's going to happen on the big day. Oh, I love Dairy Queen. And that's eleven to one. Eleven to one. We want everybody to come down. A week from today. Week from today. Right. I'll be as long as we can get things correct mechanically. <laughs> I'll be here earlier. Got lots of engineers that are going to be helping. Out. Are we going to broadcast live from there? Like we? Yeah, did the, we're yeah, going to okay. do live broadcasts okay. and. Hopefully we'll talk to the folks. I never push the microphone on anybody if they don't. But if they want to talk, we'll go on the air. We hope to have. I'm sure there'll be a lot that want to talk. Yeah, well, you know, it's easier to talk when. You, but this is right in front of everybody. But that's good. Yeah. Some people like to do that. And then um, I think we may get some photographers down there, so we might. Uh, Your buddy John. Hopefully. On the bulletin. I have to talk to him today. Now that you guys are tight. We may get in the cover of Vogue magazine. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'll wear shorts for sure. Or was that Hustler? I'm not sure which one it was. <laughs> Don't forget to Hustler. wear your shorts. 
All right. Hustler's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now this is a party. They, and now I know you'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Morning, everybody. Another beautiful sunny day in June. And the number is 889-5252 at WICH. So a little bit of everything today, including an open forum this hour. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Breyer. This is the BBC Television Network calling. We also plan to be broadcasting live from the live broadcast. Oh, excellent. We're covered all over the world. (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh, That was pretty terrible for a British accent, wasn't it? No, I think you do a pretty good British accent, actually. I get them all mixed up. They said, sounds like Britain, Australia, and New Zealand all turned together in a little bit of uh, New Mexico. It's funny. Sometimes I try to do impersonation, and I want to do uh, British, and then it comes out Swedish, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> what can I say? Throw in a little Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, a week from today. Looking forward get to you. I remember the one of the last times you were there. You were driving a fifty. Was it a fifty-seven? I was driving Chevy? a fifty-seven Chevy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to drive this year. Hey, bring. Do you still have the green bomb? No, you don't. No, have that I wish I had the green bomb. No. Yeah, yeah. Green yeah. monster. I could so, have uh, pushed it to Dairy Queen. Yes, mm. I had to uh, had to call in when I heard you say, "Oh, I like getting guests I've never had before." Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a name for you, but have you heard about, have you read about, has anybody called in about this uh, Poor People's Project and Moral March on Washington coming up on June the 18th in just a, a couple of weeks here? That's an interesting one. No, I don't know much about it. No. Yeah, I just, um, I caught something about it. Uh at church, I guess it was, or or on the church uh, website, I'm not sure. And uh, the Episcopal Church apparently is involved or Mm -hmm. sponsoring buses or something like that. And then I went online and read up a little bit about it, and there's some YouTube videos and so forth. Uh, But apparently it's it's going to be a grassroots uh, calling, uh, and a lot of churches are getting behind it, but I don't think it's strictly a church-type event. Uh, calling on, you know, the government to say, hey, we need some economic policies that take all people into account, and there are a lot of people who are poor and suffering and disabled people and mm-hmm. and all sorts of folks that are really suffering because this country doesn't have, at least currently, any kind of sound, economic, sensible policy. Um, so they're going to march. Um I know there are buses leaving from Connecticut like at 1 o'clock in the morning that day, and uh, they go down to 3rd Third, Third Street and Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C., so you're like 16 blocks from the White House, fairly near the Capitol, mm. and I guess they're going to march. I mean, I don't know any more than that about it, but it seems very interesting. I think some people who are going through tough times, uh, you know, with gasoline and uh, heating and, and all of that, I mean, it's... Really hurting yeah. a lot of people, you know. These these people that are making make the rules are millionaires, and that stuff doesn't bother them as much. Exactly. So, right uh, and you know, it's not just the folks anymore that we think of as poor or indigent, or mm-hmm. you know, it's the working class people. It's of course, 
people like you with jobs and people who have to go to work and like you say they're they're paying umpteens of dollars for their gasoline and groceries everything's going up and that's it's a mess right now and then so, we have uh, uh you know which the controversial how many people are just coming in uh droves over the border who that's the other problem seem yeah, to get more bennies yeah. than people that live here yeah yeah it's not being nothing's being managed right now in a sensible uh sustainable way mm. it's very chaotic right now in in this country and well let's you see you can tell i'm i'm trying to keep my comments apolitical because we we hear too much of the political rancor and i don't want to be a party of that but mm-hmm. uh, we do need leadership and we do need policy that makes sense for people human beings yeah so that's, that's okay. you know that's my soapbox. But I thought if you can find somebody, that might be an interesting guest to have on. Absolutely, I, I will. And if you uh, find a lead for me before I do, let me know. I uh, will snoop around as time permits and so, see if um, I can. It's called the Moral March in Washington. And this is June eighteenth of this year. You may have a listener out there who knows more than I, or could mm-hmm. uh, provide a lead also. Well, I hope there's more than two people because everybody thinks we're losing our morals, but. Uh, I think we can get a nice group. Hey, how would you like me to take you? I'll drive you. Well, you know, I was thinking of that. I'd love to go down there, you know, Mm -hmm. with a microphone and have all sorts. Hey, let's see. That will be the 14th, and then there'll be four days out. Oh, it's a Saturday. You want to work on a Saturday? Yeah, you just give me $1,000 so I can fill up the tank to go there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all, all communications won't pay you anymore. They'll just give you gasoline. Yeah. They'll send me in a, <laughs> in a drone or something. There you go. Hey, there thanks go. for the thanks for but, the tip on that. Yeah, uh, heads up on that. And if I find anything out, I'll let you know. All right, my friend. All right. I'll see you bye-bye. later. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Stoke. Hello, Lawrence. Uh, let's start off with the idiot president, all right? He never mentioned uh, one word last year about uh, D-Day. And this year, when he got around to it around 9 or 10 o'clock last night, it was already past midnight uh, in Normandy. Mm-hmm. So uh, President Trump, Obama, Bush, all the past presidents uh, have always acknowledged uh, D-Day, but not this president. It wasn't important to him, just like everything else that goes on with his dead brain. I would say, and I'm just speculating, that he probably didn't even know. Or none of his people said, gee, say something about D-Day. Yeah. That's what I'm now thinking. I wanna, now I want to get to uh, something uh, uh, really disgusting. Uh, uh, this is Pride Month, as you well know. Mm-hmm. And on uh, Newsmax last night, I got to see this disgusting video in Dallas, Texas at this bar. I could not believe it that um, they had kids four, five, six years old uh, dressed just like the adults and this kind of sexual outfits and uh, they had the kids dancing down the middle of the aisle and also putting money inside uh, private pots of the older woman I saw and that, on a yes. sign in mm-hmm. plain view it says it's not going to lick itself it's yeah. not going to lick it this is all with kids the Dallas police received over a thousand phone calls wanting these people arrested for abuse of children mm-hmm. on, this, uh, on this video that we have, has now gone viral all over the place. This is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. On top of it, they want to make Tampa Bay baseball team put put pride stickers on their uniforms. Five players refuse to do it. I don't blame them. Okay? I mean, this is going this is going way too far. 
I mean, we've made a lot of uh, accomplishments, equal rights for gays, which I am totally for. But then when you really push the envelope, well, it, it works the other way. for kids, okay? Hmm? Kids and seniors, I always talk to you about kids and seniors when it comes to this, this stuff. I don't care about Pride Month and what these people do with their adult lives. I really don't care in, in, in any sense, okay? But to bring these kids in there and, and, to, and to subject them to this kind of stuff at that age and to have it on video, um, these people should be arrested. Okay, for abuse of children. I would think so, but the parents were sitting right there and watching them, so the parents are buffoons as well. Let me um, just say this, that you, uh, for did, those that didn't did you see, see the, the video, the, I did see the video, and anybody that wanted to take pictures, they just about beat them up. It shows you what kind of uh, clientele they had there. Well, they didn't I, want I anybody taking I, pictures. I couldn't believe that video was on TV last night. I, 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 I just, I couldn't, be, I couldn't believe it. We, we, the, the adults, I wouldn't have said anything. I, I wouldn't have said a word, but to have these little children there, yeah, uh, 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 involved in this kind of uh, uh, stuff, um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But all I know is uh, it does not help bringing people together when you go overboard on anything, race, gay, whatever it is. You know, people say, hey, "Live your life. We're created equal. Enjoy what you do in your sex life. Is your business." I don't yeah. want anybody to lose a job because they're gay or this or that. But when you start to go over the top like this, like wanting baseball players to put stuff on their uniforms, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, what's uh, what's up with the Red Sox with this third complete game pitched by uh, Walker last night? This is like three complete games by pitchers within a month. I, I don't know. It's a bizarre season and I've seen in years and years. And uh, this Walker has turned out to be quite a good deal. Really? Uh, yeah, one to nothing last. I watched. I, watched, I did fall asleep during, during a few of the innings. I was in, I and, fell out, asleep. in and out. And, I fell asleep. Uh, but yeah. one to, listen, uh, they, nothing against the Angels. Uh, they, I mean, their team is pretty good, but they lost 10 or 11 in a row now. Actually, I think it's 12 in a row. And, you know, before they went into this tailspin, they had they had uh, nine games over 500. They were a great team. I yeah, don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened to them. I, that's baseball for you, though. I mean, mm-hmm. the Red Sox, uh, they can't do anything wrong right now. They're, they're, in, a hot, <laughs> they're in a hot streak. So, Anytime they don't have to use their bullpen, they're ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. But three complete games, you usually don't see three complete games in Major League Baseball. No. Nope. Not my one team. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally amazed. I can't even... Inconceivable. But anyway, yeah. we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay, Stu. Thanks a lot. Thanks, I'll Larry. talk to you later. A lot of things to talk about. Your opinions are welcome here. You know that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Hello, Joe. Hey, are they 5-0 and right now out at West Coast? Because... Uh, TC, he goes, I'll take seven and three out of the ten games, but I would love eight and two. Well, I guess the Sox are doing well out there on the West Coast, and they got to go play Seattle at the end. Yeah, so far they're doing very well. They haven't lost this month, and today is uh, June 7th. 7th. Mm-hmm. So, so they're 5-0 and on the road right now, and they're playing ten games. Yeah, well, so, I know the Angels are better than how they've been playing, but hey, we'll take yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The Oakland A's, they already took them out, didn't they? And now they're playing the Angels, and I think they play Seattle. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't have the schedule in front of me. I, but 
Anyway. Get your paper because I don't have the paper, and I used to get the paper, but I don't get it anymore. It's too it's too chintzy, and I I can go right up the street here and get a paper, but it's like paper thin, and I just. You know, the ALC, I like to check the standards in the National League and the American League. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's cool. I'm, I'm rooting for KC, KC Rice. But uh, Danny O, man, he's on a roll. I said, listen, I listened to all your predictions, and tonight's a big game for the uh, Rangers. So we'll see what happens. And then he fired the Celtics uh, head manager. It's crazy. No, it was the Bruins. They fired the I'm Bruins. I'm sorry, the Boston man. Bruins. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I love hockey still. Well, once the, the Bruins game on ice. Once the Bruins are out of it, I don't really get into hockey. But uh, I'm just a yeah. homie. What can I tell you? I'm a diehard Flyers fan. But I, you know, and Danny O, he's really cool. And Marty, I got to ask you this. He's wearing his shorts. I can't wait to meet him next Tuesday. You know, it'll be a week from today. Hey, who who sang this song? I saw it at A and E years ago. It was on a it was a big concert, and the girls come out in their little uh, Daisy Dukes, and they who wears short shorts? Was that a band? Well, the song was originally done by a group called the Royal Teens. I would like to hear that if you could squeeze that in today on your lunchtime uh, oldies album, all right? uh, oldies station. All right. Okay, buddy. Yeah, man. So, all right. Hey, today's beautiful. I'm looking out the Stubar Doppler window. You can't beat it with a stick, Stu. <laughs> all right. Have a great Later. day. Thank you. Hi, W-I-C-A-H. Nobody there. There's nobody there on that line. Listen, if you're uh, if I'm talking to somebody and you call in and you hear nothing, you know, that means I put you on hold. All right? I put you on hold, and I will get to you. So don't just think uh, you got hung up on. W-I-C-H, good morning. Hello, Stu. How are you today? All right, sir. You know, I was just thinking here, this is dangerous when I think. Uh-oh. We left a whole army of weaponry in another country, just got out of there in a hurry. We probably could have used them for the Ukrainians. You know, they probably would have wanted them. Mm-hmm. And that was a disaster. No, that was a total disaster, the withdrawal of Afghanistan. It could have been done much differently, and it was done all wrong. Well, that's just one of many. But now I have to say, uh, it's too bad we couldn't get some good, loyal Democrat to come on the air and to defend the policies of the administration. It's time for them to go. Uh, Every move they make is the wrong. I'm paying $3 a dozen for eggs. Uh, the gas is out of sight, and it's the other guy's fault. It ain't their fault. It's always the other guy's fault. Well, they're the ones in charge of the hen house right now. Uh, we know they're dragging their feet on oil exploration. And, uh, Jesus, I'm, I'm an old retired poop, and uh, I, can, uh, I can buy a dozen eggs. But I'm looking at a young couple with kids and sneakers and food. How in the heck are they doing it? Oh, it's, a lot of people are hurt now. A lot of people. And I, I love these people that uh, multimillionaires, you know, who are running things. And, oh, yeah, well, we got to do this and green. And got to think of the little guy. Got to think of the little guy. Because these well, people don't care. They'll pay any price for gas. They're multimillionaires. When you got a hole in your roof, you fix the leak. Mm-hmm. When you got a hole in the White House, you fix the administration. And the, the one right behind him is no better than the one in there right now. Uh, something has to be done drastically. I don't know what you want to call it. Well, a revolution or a recount uh, or what, but... No, no more, please, no more recounts. But well, uh, we got to do hey. it. you got to do it at the polls, and that's it. That's what we do. It's the American system. 
Now, the greatest thing I heard on The Economist said, oh, this ain't going to last long. By this time next year, you know, it will be. It, this is going to last for another two and a half years. Well, I hope the not. The bleed will be slow. Oh. Okay, I got myself depressed. I hope I did the same to you. <laughs> hey, congratulations. You did a good job getting us depressed. And if this is still around in two and a half years, we'll be crawling to work. Okay, Mr. Nutbuster, signing off. All right, thank you, Mr. Buster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a short break. We'll be right back. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Man, dig that crazy chick. Short charts. All right, we'll do that later. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich and online at www.utleyandjones.com. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action in communities all around the world that we call home. Like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, together we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org slash action. WICH weather, mostly sunny, cloudy, cloudy, sunny, sunny, cloudy. It's like life. High 78 tonight, showers, then showers, uh, possibly thunderstorms. 63 Wednesday morning, showers becoming sunny. 82 and Thursday, showers likely, isolated thunderstorm 77. 74, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hi, there. I saw something very pretty this morning. Mm. Um, it is, uh, this is, is for stamp collectors. Okay. The new stamp that's coming out is a picture on it of Nancy Reagan, and it's beautiful. Oh. It's very, very a pretty stamp. Next time I get a roll of stamps, I'm going to have the Nancy on it. Yes, you should. It, it's a beautiful picture. Mm. Um, okay. I, I think she would be proud of it. I'm sure she would. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I used to collect stamps, but I haven't in, in years now. But I can't help but notice it. it. It was very pretty. I just want the stamp collectors to know it. 
I used to collect stamps. I wish I still had those way back, and then I lost interest. But I had some yeah. very nice ones, I remember. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I did, too. Okay, Stu. All right, thank you. All right. The Nancy stamp is out. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. I got good news and bad news. All right, lay it on me. The good news is the Red Sox are in sole possession of the last wild card spot. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. I thought I knew they would make your day. Mm-hmm. And the bad news. Okay, last week the president went on and he said he couldn't do anything about fuel prices or the, or the food prices. And he he didn't know if he could do anything about prescription drugs. And he didn't know anything about the formula thing until late. Then his, tech, his tech, Treasury Secretary went on and said she, she miscalculated the... Uh, mm-hmm. Now they're going to say they're going to replace her after the midterms. Yeah, with the former governor of Rhode Island, right. I believe. And, uh, now, and, and now Biden wants to, to go uh, solar panels. You see that on, on, on yeah, he, uh, I know a lot of them are being made in China. That's so he's going to buy them from China. I mean, that's that's disgusting. Uh, one company in the United States already said they. They, they would have been able to do it. He's he's going with China. He, that was on uh, Red Beer last night. Well, maybe he'll uh, change his mind about uh, supporting China, who would like to blow us off the face of the earth. Nothing makes any sense to me anymore, and that's why I'm, it's good talking to you people, because I think maybe I'm going berserk. No, no. The Treasury Secretary, she, she, she messed everything up. Yeah, he well, admitted it. that's when you pick people uh, not for uh, their qualifications, but for this or that. She was on the, uh, mm-hmm. well, what the hell did I call it, the, the federal board. Yeah, she's, her from. she's incompetent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Stu. All right. Thank you. Yep. Should have started with the bad news and ended in the good news, but, you know, I just let him pick it for himself. Stu Breyer at WICH. All opinions are welcome. 889-5252. And you don't have to agree with me on this program. Fox News Commentary. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has once again trumped our former president in a 2024 straw poll. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi. Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with Gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Who could defeat Trump in 2024 isn't Joe, isn't Kamala, Gavin Newsom, Stacey Abrams, or Pete Buttigieg. It's Ron DeSantis, and yet another hypothetical matchup backs that up. For the second year in a row, DeSantis has narrowly defeated Trump in Colorado's Western Conservative Summit straw poll. DeSantis hasn't declared candidacy for 2024, but these early straw polls, along with his strong favorability ratings, indicate the American people sure do want him to. Don't get me wrong, I would be tickled to have another four years of Trump, and I think he would defeat any Democrat they pull from their 
incredibly dismal bench, but I think DeSantis would clobber the competition. Trump should be the party's kingmaker and use his endorsement power to hand-select candidates and let DeSantis make a run at the White House. But anything is better than what we have now. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. I'm one of those that would not want another four years of Donald Trump. Absolutely not. DeSantis has got some great qualifications. We'll be right back. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Get smarter every day at Aussie.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try OZY.com now. Aussie, it's a latte for your mind. So happy chocolate ice cream day. Boy, I tell you, kids, love, we all love ice cream. Kids. I think my dad was addicted to ice cream. He would bring home a quart of ice cream, and sometimes late at night, <laughs> he'd go into the kitchen, and, uh, uh-oh, dad's in the kitchen with the ice cream. Well, it is so darn good. So it's National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. As if an excuse was needed to enjoy a cool, delicious chocolatey cone or a cup on a warm summer day. Well, you get a lot of uh, choices around eastern Connecticut, and of course, including our Dairy Queen, which um, you can get a free chocolate ice cream then if you want. I don't know, maybe it'll be strawberry ice cream day. used to be strawberry. All the time I would have strawberry, 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 and then I said, ah, let's go with uh, something else. And then I was totally hooked on chocolate chip. They don't have the little chips anymore. They, not that... I'm against the big chips, but the little one, the little tiny ones, that was like the best. Maybe it's too hard to make them. Chocolate chip with the little tiny chips. That was my favorite. But I wouldn't pass up a chocolate chip with the big chips either. All right, we're skating all over the place here today. 889-5252 at WICH. Looking for a bargain? Who isn't these days? With prices skyrocketing on everything from food to gas, Bill's Bedding and Furniture in Danielson realizes your dilemma and have some really great deals that can save you money. At Bill's, you can get an Ashley recliner starting at $359 or a power recliner for just $499. If you're looking for a sofa, Bill's has a gorgeous sofa in gray microfiber on sale for just $499. Is it time for mom or dad to get a power lift recliner? Bills has a huge assortment starting at $799. There's also a big selection of dinette and dining room sets starting with a drop leaf table and two padded chairs for $459. These are just a few examples of Bills betting saving you money. Come in now and see why the oldest furniture store in the state has been around and serving Eastern Connecticut for over 100 years. Bills Bedding and Furniture Showroom, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at BillsBedding.com. Stu Breyer with the WICH AM and FM. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. Um, yes, sir. I was actually going to 
me, I was actually meaning to call you about the uh, the Dallas uh, drag queen show on Monday. I, you know, I had other things going on. Mm-hmm. I heard someone call about it earlier. Yeah, it was un- it was um, unbelievable. I saw it. Yeah, it is believable because I think that's becoming the the, mm-hmm. the mainstream of at least certain segments of society. Uh, I, I actually called yes because our governor is um, posting what he claims to be the first country music song of Connecticut. It is uh, in Connecticut. We thank the governor, not the Lord. We thank the governor for the blessings that we've got. Um, you can gamble on the internet, and it's cool to smoke some pot. Now, this is coming from the governor. Amazing. You know, huh? It's not like oh, great schools or a good place for doing business and raise a family. It's, it's you're, you're going to gamble on the internet, which is actually a very sad activity, at least in my opinion. And smoking pot. I mean, that's. It's also, it's, uh, you can call it what you want to call it, but it's not a wholesome activity. It's, it's something that people, you know, you know, no one's perfect. There's people that drink, there's people that do whatever, but that's what you're celebrating? That is, All right, that is going, amazing. That's pretty amazing. I agree with you. I mean, come on. Right? So, it's on Twitter. He, he must think that he's, he's hitting a home run with the kids. I don't know. And, and speaking of that, I was talking to somebody, uh, I used to work with this person, and, um, He's sending his uh, his kids to the Norwich Public School System. He's looking to leave because you know, like for you know, it's not just the stories he's hearing from his kids. Because you know, he for his job, he went in to go talk to the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so whatever's related to his job, he's trying to teach them. And um, it's not uh, it's not like when when I was a kid and when he was a kid. You know, the kids are out of control. They're screaming. They're throwing things. No one's disciplining them. And it's not just him I hear this from. Uh, there's a teacher at Kelly Middle School whose brother I'm actually, you know, pretty good friends with. And this teacher broke up a fight between two two kids, and she got knocked to the ground. She got hurt. I don't think it's like, oh, you're going to go to the doctor hurt, but it's like, ow. And neither kid got punished. Yeah, yeah. So what what's what's going on in this in, in this country? You know, there, there's there's serious deep problems, you know, and, and yeah, you've got these people going around, and it, it's not just the one in Dallas, there was some other one where there was, it was not drag, but burlesque, so it was an actual woman, and there's a picture of a, of like a little toddler putting, putting dollar bills in the, uh, in the, in the, 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 the outfit there of the, the burlesque dancer at the restaurant. Now, this is, this is people, this, these are parents who, it's on video, or it's on, it's on, it's on camera, you know, it's, we get parents in Connecticut, they lose custody of their kids for nonsense with this DCF. But then you got this, this is actual child abuse going on, and they're proud to be doing it. And the parents are sitting right there. The parents are happy. So they you think see, that yeah. um, the one with the burlesque dancer, the comment was that they were so proud to be teaching their daughter how to be a strong woman. Because nothing's a strong woman than being a, a burlesque dancer. And having people put money into your whatever they put in, it into your into your outfit there, yeah. yeah. I you know uh, I'm speechless. I see these things and I watch so much news, and then I say, how can I go to sleep after this? It's like, man, it's uh, and, what's happening to know, our country. This, and this is a country where everybody, you know, we're at the point where everybody hates each other, and every all the people on the other side just see this as empowering the downtrodden. When this is actually. You know, you don't have to believe in the Bible to say that this is Sodom and Gomorrah. This is this is this is disgusting stuff. What they're doing? Well, uh, you know, do they have any self awareness? I was an enemy of this country, and I know our enemies uh, are enjoying what's going on here. Uh, they're absolutely enjoying it. Love it. Putin yeah. must love it. 
Oh my God! Yeah. You see, you see, you see, burlesque dancers uh, getting dollar bills or or little uh, yawns in China. I, thought, I don't. I I, I, hmm. I doubt you'd see it. But it, <laughs> oh, no. I guess not. I, some places don't even allow music, so uh, <laughs> so they'd be dancing yeah. to nothing. Yeah, well, be. keep the faith, my friend. Yeah, believe well, me, there are a lot of it. there are a lot of people who feel this the same way we do, and uh, that's the hope that we have. We've got to get back to back in my day. They weren't even doing it. In your day, I think they were keeping kids back a grade, expelling them, whatever. There was a few. There was a few in my time. Um, like mainly, they would go to Norwich High instead of they they get kicked out of Norwich Tech or they get kicked out of NFA to go to Norwich High. I don't even think they're doing that. Anymore. Well, I know they wouldn't put up with anything when I went went to school. I mean, nothing at all. You know, they yeah. they just as soon throw the kid out of class. Yeah, been... some, some of your listeners are, you know, they're older than me. They're more like your age. <laughs> they went to school, and I remember one must have been a month or two ago. Was you know went to St. Mary's, I think it was, and. The boys had to have recess on one side of the wall and the girls on the other. Yeah. Okay, that's a little bit too much, but I'd rather have that than what we have now. What we have now is absolute madness. Well, there's got to be a middle zone. You know, the other was pretty extreme. Probably, we need a middle zone here. I, right. I think I think they had it right in the 80s, but maybe that's just my own bias. All right. Well, it's good to talk to you. Thank you. All right. Take care, sir. No teacher can't walk up to a student who got a good mark and just put his hand on their shoulder because, you know, it's just one extreme to another. Mm-hmm. 889-5252 at WICH. But, oh, boy, I no nonsense when I went to school. And when I went to school, growing up in Roxbury, Massachusetts, when somebody committed a crime, they would pay the price. You wouldn't see him back out on the street in 10 minutes. You may have seen this video. It's been shown many, many times. I don't know if some of the networks that cover things up have been showing it. But this is a a teenager who was on parole for putting something in a, a girl's drink in school. So he's on parole, and this monster is driving his car, and there's a woman... In a wheeling a baby carriage on the sidewalk, and this monster decides to just roll into her, hitting them with his car. Miracle of miracles, they survive it. And another car sees what's going on, and he blocks the kid who's driving, smashes into the kid to stop him so they can get the kid. They bring the kid in, and he's getting five months in some juvenile place because of this idiot DA in California who's on the recall list. They elected this moron who thinks more of the criminals than the vic- than the victims. So this kid's going to get five months for literally trying to kill a mom and her baby with his car. And you wonder why we have so much crime. WICH, welcome. Hello. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I call in because I heard the guy that no strong Democrat would call you. you. Mm-hmm. I am a strong Democrat. Well, that's good to hear from you. Thank you. And, and what it is, is 
They say the Democrats in Washington are in charge. They're not in charge. You got 50 Republicans before these people went on vacation. They Schumer put on a bill to talk, just talk and debate and add any amendments to a gun control war that Congress passed, and all 50 of them said no. They didn't want talk about gun control or that bill. Well, I thought there were some, not a lot, of the Republicans. No, there was, I watched, see, I watched CNN, and which is not CNN, uh, C-SPAN, mm-hmm. which is the TV program for Congress, and C- CNN. CNN two mm-hmm. is the uh, Senate, and I was watching that day, and all fifty of them said, "No, we're not going to talk about it." Okay, well, I heard something a little different, that there were a few that were very interested in having dialogue, but you're absolutely right. I think they should all sit down, throw politics aside, and come up with something that will be the best thing for the American people. Yeah, well, they don't want The Republicans want to fight everything that Biden wants to do, like these gas prices. He has no control over the world market for pricing of oil has absolutely no control over it whatsoever plus all these oil companies have leases on land to drill for oil none of them are doing that none of them and they're making like a billion dollars a week or a month and if these oil companies were really caring about their customers, maybe they cut their profits to $500 million instead of a billion dollars and lower the prices of the gas for the people. So don't you think the president could say, listen, we have enough oil in this country to start drilling, let's do it? And they would do it. No, they won't. They, he has no power to force them to drill. Has absolutely none. We had the power to close the Keystone Pipeline as soon as he got in. No? Yeah, that Keystone Pipeline's another joke. They said, oh, if they would have built that pipeline, that we would be independently of oil. We'd be independent. No, we wouldn't, because Canada is not going to give us that oil. We're going to have to pay for it. And they could shut off that oil any time they wanted. So it wouldn't make us independently from the oil. So let me ask you this, and I'm so glad you called, is that uh, when President Trump left office, uh, we were pretty much independent with our oil. We didn't have to depend on Russia, China, or anybody. Uh, and now we're thinking about getting oil from Venezuela and Saudi Arabia. So um, We were always getting oil from them people. The only thing that's different from when Trump was in power and now that Biden is, is one was the pandemic, which everybody shut down all their operations or whatever they make and sell here to the United States. And that included oil because there was no need 
because of the fact that nobody was driving. Now that we've got a handle on the epidemic, everybody is out driving around, and that's not only in this country, it's all over. And if you think $4 and whatever it is now, Europe is probably 6 or $7 for a liter because they don't sell their oil or their gas in, in gallons. They send it, sell it in liters. Well, I'm so glad you called because it was nice having this little debate with you. You certainly are doing your homework. Well, like I say, I like to watch C-SPAN mm-hmm. 1 and C-SPAN 2 to see what these jokers are arguing about. They remind me of a fire marshal going and inspecting a daycare center and two kids are fighting over the same toy in a sandbox. The teacher goes over, says, what do you guys fight? Well, I want to play with the toy. I want to play with the toy. She says, okay, you play for it a half an hour, and then you play for a half an hour, and they both say no. So she takes the toy away, and neither one of them play with it. <laughs> and who suffers is us. All right. Thank you so much for calling. All right, Stu, and you have a good day, and thank you for listening. My pleasure, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. I like that. 7 to 11 at WICH. See, we don't have to agree with each other, but we can get along. I think if everybody would take the time to listen to something, you can pick up something from someone and another thing from someone else and then make up your own mind. We'll be right back. The 13th annual Gift of Mobility is going on now. Over the past 13 years, Phil Pavone, owner of AZ Pond, has been collecting unwanted motorized wheelchairs and scooters, refurbishing them, and giving them away at no cost to people who can't afford them and who would not be able to get around without one. This year's goal is to give away over 100 motorized scooters to those that are in need. If you have a motorized scooter and would like to donate it, or if you are in need of a scooter, contact Phil at 860 To learn more about the gift of mobility, go to YouTube and search AZ Pond Gift of Mobility. Or find them on the web at azpondgiftofmobility.com and see what a great local program Phil and his team of volunteers have put together. If you have a scooter to donate or if you're in need of one, call Phil at AZ Pond, 442 East Main Street in Norwich, 860-889-4474. All communications along with AZ Pond. Thank Thank you for your support. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Oh, we have blockbuster weekends, 60s and 70s. Stu Breyer with you at WICH. A week from today, we'll be doing our... Uh, you're welcome to come to Dairy Queen and Taffville. Listener Appreciation Day. Get a free ice cream. Get yourself an American flag. Meet your buds. Check things out. Some classic cars will be rolling in. So are you going to be watching the January 6th hearings? It's going to be on uh, prime time, Tilly. Americans are processing the nightmare of the... Uh, Children of Texas, the racist murders in Buffalo, and other numbers of repeated scenes of carnage in the United States. 
and they're contending with uh, what feels like highway robbery at the gas pump. They're nagged by virus that the world can't shake, and they're split into two hostile camps over politics and culture, the twin pillars of the nation's foundation. So you're going to have a chance to watch the January 6th hearings, which will probably never go away. After more than 100 subpoenas, 1,000 interviews, and 100,000 documents, the committee has a story to tell in hearings that open this week, a story for all the ages. The open question is how much will the country care? Will you care? Will you be watching it on Thursday? Sure, I'll be checking it out. People who are guilty, I want them to pay the price. People who are not, I don't want. Some of the things that upsets me about it, some people had nothing to do with going into the Capitol, and uh, they have been harassed and arrested. So I want to know the truth, don't you? I don't care who was president at the time. I just want to know the truth. There's so many things to talk about today. Do you believe in having an armed guard at all schools in the country? I would vote yes for that. However, some schools do not want it. Lime, old Lyme schools are pondering arming security personnel. I mean, what good is having a security person who's not armed? I was, I, the superintendent of Lyme, old Lyme schools is proposing arming school security officers, saying the move would add a layer of safety for students and staff. It's our duty to make sure that our students are safe as possible at all times. Sadly, in the world that we live in today, we need to look at all options to make sure that that is the case. For or against? Hmm? The proposal so far has been met with both opposition and support, though the school district is still seeking feedback from parents. The proposal is scheduled to come before the Board of Education for a vote at a special meeting at 6.30, June 15th at Center School, and would take effect next year if approved. They say the only people to be armed under the proposal are the district school security officers. I've heard some people say, well, the teacher should be armed. I don't know if that's a good idea. But I'm security, I think, is a pretty good idea. They would undergo both their regular training and any additional training required. This recommendation is based on long-standing concerns over police response time to our schools should there ever be a life-threatening situation such as the one in Texas. Now, I think some schools already have security in them. Some don't. So if you got a note from your child from school saying, are you in favor of this or not, or your grandchild, which way would you... You know, we'll continue that. We only have a couple of minutes this hour, but if you have a thought or two, ponder it for a little bit, and then after the news... Maybe we can get your opinion on that and a number of other things. Looking for a bargain? Who isn't these days? With prices skyrocketing on everything from food to gas, Bill's Bedding and Furniture in Danielson realizes your dilemma and have some really great deals that can save you money. At Bill's, you can get an Ashley recliner starting at $359 or a power recliner for just $499. If you're looking for a sofa... Bill's has a gorgeous sofa in gray microfiber on sale for just $499. Is it time for mom or dad to get a power lift recliner? Bill's has a huge assortment starting at $799. 
There's also a big selection of dinette and dining room sets, starting with a drop-leaf table and two padded chairs for $459. These are just a few examples of Bill's Bedding saving you money. Come in now and see why the oldest furniture store in the state has been around and serving Eastern Connecticut for over 100 years. Bill's Bedding and Furniture Showroom, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at BillsBedding.com. Don't forget Jimmy Fallon with his uh, talk show and his comedic ability following the 2 o'clock news every day, Monday through Friday on WICH. Personality Radio, 1310 AM. WICH Norwich. We're on FM2 now. It's W233DB in Norwich. And that is 94.5 on your dial. Wherever you get the most clarity, check it out. Right. What's happening? CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. The government warns of possible attacks in the wake of the school massacre in Uvalde, Texas. The Department of Homeland Security is out with a new terrorism bulletin warning that online forums harboring conspiracy theories are encouraging copycat attacks. According to the advisory, online platforms have also seized on the event to attempt to spread disinformation and incite grievances, including claims it was a government-staged event meant to advance gun control measures. And CBS's Nicole Skanga says the department warns a surprise Supreme Court decision on abortion, migrants at the Mexican border, and the midterm elections could be triggers for extremist violence over the next six months. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley. We have to come together to protect our law enforcement officers, government, military, and especially law enforcement. We're the primary targets of domestic terrorist attacks and plots in 2021. A bipartisan group in the Senate's trying to hammer out an agreement on new gun measures. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer wants to give his point man on the issue a chance to work things out. Senator Murphy has asked for some space to have the bipartisan talks continue. And I have given him that space. The AAA says the national average for a gallon of gas is up another nickel to four ninety-two. Look at gas is right now. It's it's. He's in South Bend, Indiana. Prices in that state are well over five bucks a gallon already. The big retailer Target says it's canceling orders from some of its suppliers, most notably home goods and clothing, and the chain is cutting prices to clear out unwanted inventory. Industry analyst Bert Flickinger says it's clear many people are now holding back. Shoppers are scared about paying their gas bill, their grocery bill, and their rent bill, and doing all three is not really feasible for over half of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck. The World Bank has sharply downgraded its outlook for the global economy, citing Russia's war in Ukraine. It's primary day today in seven states. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Los Angeles, where there's a battle for mayor. Meet Rick Caruso. I'm Karen Bass. If Bass wins, she'd be the first woman to run L.A. and the second ever black mayor. Why is she going to make a good mayor? Because she knows the community. Rick Caruso is my choice. Famous faces are weighing in. Kim Kardashian and Gwyneth Paltrow are with Caruso. Movie mogul Jeffrey Katzenberg is backing Bass. They've raised the age for figure skaters competing at the Olympics to 17. Wall Street. Right now the Dow is up 45 points. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings. Weekdays on CBS. Uh, where'd you get that synthesizer? I just bought it. 
Since we're saving so much with no mortgage down payment and no PMI with Navy Federal Credit Union, I figured I'd put some of that extra money to good use. Oh, and I'm starting a band with some platoon mates. <laughs> Great. Learn how you can save $2,500 on average with a Navy Federal mortgage at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com slash local. Specific markets. Restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Next week at this time, we'll be uh, greeting people to Dairy Queen in Taftville. Someone always helps us get it together every year. Here's the manager of Dairy Queen in Taftville. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Stu. How are you? We're doing good. Thanks for all your help every year getting this together. We have a lot of fun, huh? You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. I enjoy doing it. The company enjoys doing it. I think I'll uh, wear a tuxedo this year. No, no, I'll just go regular. Oh, that'll be nice. you get a lot of girls. <laughs> You're right. So, uh, my friend, uh, you, I was glad to hear that... Uh, how thoughtful you are that not only uh, we have the free ice cream for WICH listeners, but it's also Flag Day. So you've come up with an extra gift, huh? Yes, we did. We have, for the first hundred people, we will be giving everybody an American flag. It's nice that uh, we don't forget honoring uh, the flag on Flag Day. Sure, Dairy Queen, how long have you been a manager there? Uh, approximate 20 years. Wow, good for you. Yes, absolutely. Company's been good to me. I've been good to them. Mm-hmm. Good attitude. I like that. And, of course, uh, you're open all year round, right? Uh, no, we close for the end of December and the month of January. We back, we're back we back open in February. Oh, so just a a month or two. That's yes. it. And, and back, yeah, because uh, naturally besides uh, all your different ice creams now, uh, what are the variations of ice creams that you do have? I know about the famous Blizzard. Uh, yeah, we have uh, ice cream cones, we have sundaes, we have banana splits, peanut butter parfaits, uh, hot brownies, <laughs> chocolate brownies. Bananas. So we have a lot of good ice creams out right now. Banana splits, do people still, uh, what are banana splits? You don't hear too much about them anymore. Oh, yeah, they're famous here. We sell a lot of banana splits every day. No kidding, that's good. At least... Uh, you know, you get a little bit of the banana that's good for you, and you uh, give your taste buds a treat with the ice cream. So what, what flavors uh, do you have there? We have soft serve, vanilla, chocolate, and twist. Swiss? Twist. Oh, twist. I get The vanilla and chocolate together. Absolutely. I love this. I love that. I love the, uh, this is chocolate ice cream day. Did you know that? Nash- oh, yes, today is, so hopefully we'll sell a lot of chocolate ice cream. National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. So um, you open up at 11 o'clock. Yep, we open at 11 and we close at 9 every single day. Every day. 
Monday yep. through Sunday. And on Sunday as well. But on the weekends, we're going to be, once the kids get out of school, we're going to be going till 10 o'clock at night. Sure, why not, on the hot days. Now tell us about, because uh, a lot of people I know go in there and have uh, delicious lunches. And I know when I have had hamburgers there, it's it's almost like your own particular flavor. Oh, yes. we Well, this year we actually turned everything over. We only have one size burger, so they're considered stack burgers. Mm-hmm. And we have our famous AM1 burger and the flamethrower burger. People, them are very popular with a lot of people. And we also do the $7 lunch special. It's 11 to 3 every day, and you get a either a burger or a three-strip with uh, French fries, uh, either an ice cream sundae, or they can upgrade it to a $2 small blizzard. Oh, just for $7, you said? Yeah, it's a $7 lunch. It comes with a drink, uh, either chicken strips or a cheeseburger, french fries, and a sundae. Unless you don't want the sundae, you can upgrade to a small blizzard for $2. Oh, that's a phenomenal deal. I wasn't aware of that deal that you have, huh? Yeah, it's 11 to 3 every day, so what seven is, days a week. What is a flamethrower? You said you have a f- flamethrower? Yeah, that's a hot burger. It's jalapeno bacon, pepper jack cheese, and Tabasco mayonnaise with lettuce and tomato. It comes in either a double or a triple. So that's that's what I meant. Oh, so I get it now. Flame burger, you can handle yeah, that. Flame is considered for hot. Jalapeno. Can you eat those jalapenos yourself? Huh? Oh no, absolutely not. It's too yeah. hot for me. It's too hot for me, but a lot of. A lot of people love uh, love that. What is the um, since you've been there in twenty years? What is the uh, one of the most popular uh, lunches that people order, or ice cream, or what's uh, you know, we sell a lot of chicken strips here. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get the three strip lunch with the gravy. We have a white pepper gravy sauce, and we also make homemade ranch now. Hidden Valley homemade ranch dressing daily. Hmm. All sounds so good. I'm looking forward to that. So we got plenty of room in the parking lot there and, and on the side as well, I believe. And we've got some classic cars coming down. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have a lot of people here. We're happy that you guys are coming. We appreciate you guys advertising this for us. We enjoy doing it yearly for you guys and for us as well. Yeah, thanks for being a part of it. You know, you, you certainly had... Uh, a lot of excitement over it when we were first contemplating doing this, and you've opened up your uh, ice cream to us in your arms, and uh, now we're scheduling it every year, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. We hope this year's bigger than uh, the last several years because we haven't been able to do it because of COVID, but mm-hmm. we're hoping we're going to succeed good this year. We have plenty of prizes for you to give out for us, too. Well, that's right. I'm glad you mentioned the prizes because... We'll have a box where people can register to win them and uh, give us a couple of examples what they can win. Um, we're going to have cakes. Uh, we're going to give out a couple food meals. Uh, uh, David and Carolyn also put together a couple things that they want to be a surprise for that day. Mm-hmm. So Oops. we just have gift cards and stuff like that we're going to do. All right. You're always uh, so helpful. Crystal, we're looking forward to seeing you. We'll be down a little bit earlier setting up. Make sure everything is working uh, okay. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on 
next Tuesday at this yes, time. next Tuesday. I'll be here bright and early, ready for you and to set up, and hopefully we have a wonderful day. All right, Crystal. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You have a wonderful, blessed day. You too. It's Crystal, manager of the Dairy Queen in Taftville. She's a great gal. She uh, helps us out every year putting this all together. Taftville Dairy Queen, very easy to get to at 159 Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Remember, that's 11 to 1. Now I am definitely hungry. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, that's Stu. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I just had a question about cows, nature, and hair. Cows, nature, and hair. Well, I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> it's, uh, dairy Queen's going to be great. Yeah. Mm. Um, cows, you, yeah. Um, I was wondering, of course, I wonder, right? Yes, sir. Hello? I'm with yeah, you. I wonder, right? So cows. Now, if a cow is going to have a calf, you know, pregnant, giving birth to the baby cow, um, and they give milk then, and then the cow, the calf uh, is weaned and not drinking the milk. Can the cows still give the milk? And this all came about my question because of the the baby formula shortage. Mm-hmm. In nature, um, I took a walk, and it seems a lot uh, longer of a road if you walk uh, instead of drive down the road. And there's in areas where there aren't many houses in Connecticut, there is such beautiful nature. So if somebody wants to take a break, uh, contemplate, just take a walk on a quiet road in Connecticut, and you're all set. Well, thanks for the tip. Okay, and the last thing is hair. Hair, why, scientifically, why do people have hair under their arms? Now, that's a real wonder. I don't know. Do you, do you have any connections with God? You could write them. No, but they said hair in the ear. You, I think your guest at one time said hair in the ears is good because having the hair cleans the ear easier than with no hair. So, mm-hmm. any, anyway, what do you think, Stu? What do I think? Uh, why we have hair under the <laughs> under the arms? Yes, so I said if you run out of hair on that, shave it. Is that why? No. I, I saw a, a bikini thing, yeah. which you probably saw at the commercial. Anyway, I'm just sticking with the arms now. Okay, listen. If you run out of hair on the top, you can always go to the arms. <laughs> right, thank, thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hey. Good morning to you. Hey, Stu. Second quarter. What's up, second quarter? Yeah, I was going to ask Crystal because sometimes when you have guests on, that was a brief one, but hey, that's cool. You know, I've been here 38 years. I started golfing when I got out of the Navy and I was working at EB. Nippy's Golf Course, right next door, it was a golf course. It was a driving range. Mm-hmm. DQ was always DQ was always there, Stu. And my question would have been for Crystal would be, and I'll play Wonder Man. I wonder, what is a, I know you're a Stu Breyer. What's a brazier? It always had brazers. Does that mean food? Along type, with ice cream? The type of uh, hamburger? I. I thought it was it had something to do with their hamburgs. Hmm. Yeah. I could take you down off of South Street in Philly, man. Johnny's Hot Dogs, 24-7. They had a grill as long as my driveway. I'm not kidding you. Oh. All the night and day, uh, hot dogs. They had the special sauce. It was a chili sauce. And then Johnny's hamburgers. They were just special grilled hamburgers, and they were out of this world. So when you go to Dairy Queen and, uh, a week from today, order a brazier uh, hamburger, you'll know what it is. I'm going to find out, Stay. I'm going to find out, Stu. Yeah, man. Hey, I want to know who wears short shorts, all right? Okay. <laughs> See you later. I love you, dude. See yeah. Ya. Hi, welcome to the program. 
Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there, Sue. I heard Wonder Man. When uh, a cow will not give milk unless it has a calf, and when they take away the calf. Um, the cow keeps giving milk and immediately rebred so that next year, it'll, they constantly have a calf once a year. And then um, it, it, it's an ongoing cycle because if you do not breed the cow and the cow does not have a calf, it will not give milk. Now, a chicken, you can have a chicken, a girl chicken, a hen, they will lay eggs on their own perfectly fine. You needed to have babies, you have to have the rooster. But a hen will lay eggs without a rooster. A cow will not give milk unless it is bred and has calf. So it's just an ongoing thing. Does, a cow, does a cow ever have more than one calf at a time, or is it just one oh, calf? Oh, yeah, sometimes they do have twins. I have a picture of me mm-hmm. when I was a little kid uh, standing with two twin calves. Yeah. Um, yeah, they can have twins. So they have um, extra milk? They do if you have twins. Uh, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a conspiracy theory about that no. formula, debacle. About what? The formula. Oh, baby formula. Baby formula. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They closed it down, the FDA closed the factory down, um, and now we're buying global. I-, I think it was all pre-planned anyway, because they said, from what I heard, they said they did not find anything wrong with that uh, baby formula factory. So I think it was just us getting into the global thing. Now, all the foreign countries are making money off of us with formula. Hey, did you hear Millie in France? Yes. With his idiotic speech? I heard his speech. I didn't find it to be idiotic. 700 ships. We had 7,000. We had 150, I believe, 156,000 men on the beach. He said 137 men. He didn't know what the heck he was talking about, his embarrassment. And Biden did not send any kind of White House message over there to Normandy until last night. And by the time it got there, it was already the 7th. So he, he totally missed out on the 6th. Well, he he obviously forgot about it because it wouldn't have hurt to say something. Well, Which is too bad. Uh, Joe Biden, a uh, day late and $54 billion short. But, yeah. Uh, it, okay. there, there were other things I was thinking about, but th- I heard that this morning. That took the cake. Oh, you know our gr- great solar panels that we're going to be forced with a gun in, in our face to put on? Maybe. It depends if, if uh, we have a red wave and we get our Republicans back in, good ones. Um, Joe Biden gave a two-year, he lifted tariffs on solar panels from China for two years. Remember Trump put tariffs on stuff coming from China? Yes, of course. Well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to support China. a big mm-hmm. break. So who's making money? Once again, a foreign country. It, it, it's such a big farce. Everything, right, so. if you're hearing it out of the White House, you might as well consider it not true. Okay, th- there's one thing I totally disagree with you is that the the shortage of baby food is not a conspiracy because what would it gain? I mean, think about it. Well, 
Oh boy, you don't even want to go there. No, I don't think I want to. I gotta. You know, how about our, or if they can't kill them with abortion, they kill them by taking their food away. All right, thanks, uh, Sue. Right. We're gonna have that milk coming in, right? Did you check the back door? Is it in yet? No milk today. My love is gone. All right. Well, maybe tomorrow. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. When the lady from Dairy Queen was on, I, I thought maybe we should mention the fact that Dairy Queen is one of the few places that anybody who is, eats non-dairy can get what are called non-dairy dilly bars, because a lot of people cannot have dairy products any longer. Ooh, but I anyway, like those. I thought I'd mention that, that they, the only place I could find non-dairy dilly bars, and boy, are they good. You can either buy them singly, or you can buy a box of six. Hey, I know. Have I, a nice day. Thank you. I know. I love the Dilly Bar. I've had many Dilly Bars. Hmm. I like the name, too. Welcome to the program. Hi. So. <laughs> A needle-pulling thread. Yes, sir. Um, I'm told, because I was uh, a kid back then, a little kid. Witty. Widow kid. I'm a big kid. Um, mm-hmm. People made their own baby formula. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean with the breasts. I mean, uh, they uh, there are recipes whereby you can make baby formula at home. Why are people not talking about that? I don't understand. Really, I don't. I, the only thing I can think of is that they say that babies have different allergies, and, and I could be told, and they get accustomed to one type of a baby food. And I don't then know. when they don't get don't it, know. it's... Um, Something to do with allergies. Uh, all these things that are problems now that weren't problems before. Yeah. This kind of makes me wonder. Um, the other thing was, I wanted to weigh in on your question. Let me get on the scale here. Oh, the poor scale. Mm. Oh, it's crying, Stu. Really? Tears are rolling down the side of it. Um, you posed <laughs> the question, if you got a note home with your child that said, um, we're considering having armed security in the school, would you vote for it or against it? Mm-hmm. Uh, fair question indeed, but my comment was uh, we tend and I don't know if Congress is having this problem, maybe they are uh, but certainly the man on the street and and, uh, the dialogue we're having in this country, we think that if we do one thing, it's going to solve the problem, and that's not the case so you may say, put an armed officer in every school in the country that's not going to solve the problem with people who are angry and the psychologically unbalanced and not being cared for, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No. Any problem we attack has got to have a multi-pronged, intelligent response rather than just, oh, let's do this one thing and it'll no, give no, us some no. votes. You're right. It's 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 That's one component. Another component, you have, yeah, to, yeah. You have to have doors locked. You have to have safety. Mm-hmm. Precautions in training. You have to have. You have to have parenting. Oh, well, and, uh, that's, that's... I would argue you have to have some moral instruction at home, whether mm-hmm. it's religious or otherwise. Yep. So there's there's a lot of things that have to come together, and I think people tend to forget that. So. Well, you're absolutely right, but I, at least if you have one component, uh, there's still a chance that you may save some lives and hopefully all of them. So, yeah. Uh, but you've got to be vigilant and do the other stuff, too. You've got to do the homework. You've got to report if somebody's going off the rails, whether it's online or whether they're telling their friends. 
Mm-hmm. You got to report it. You got to. Yeah, there there are always uh, warning signals. That that'd be. Uh, we talked about guests last hour. That'd be another guest. I know it's hard to get doctors on your show because of the time of day. I know. If we could, if we could move your show to like nine at night, you know. But um, having somebody from the psychiatric profession, yeah, um, to love, talk about some of this stuff. I'd love to get them on, but they charge so much an hour. I'd have to do like ten minutes, maybe. <laughs> And you have to drag that couch into the studio. It's really unwieldy. <laughs> All right, good uh, stuff. Thank you. Thanks, just give Mike. them a uh, just give them a, uh, a blizzard. They'll do it for a blizzard. Mm, love it. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, welcome. See you, see you later. See you later. W I C H. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. One of the man was talking about um hairs. Hair under the arms. It's a, okay, it's so, a great it's a great topic. Um, it's a pit stop. Mhm. <laughs> so I'm thinking uh you know we mentioned cows and I forget what the uh relationship was. Well, it had nothing to do with the hair. If cows have a calf, then they uh, something to do with they make milk and um I wasn't, you know, I don't know a lot of farm stuff. I've been waiting for the cows to come home and they haven't come home in my area. Um, okay, so I want to say uh, that um, nature has its course. You know, you have nose hairs, ear hairs, uh, hairs everywhere, and uh, it's genetic. And luckily, you don't have all those things I have to maintain. But um, the thing. I wanted to say was, uh, okay, so you keep your nose clean. <laughs> keep your nose clean, you won't get in trouble. Use a Q-tip. <laughs> yes, Q-tips, but don't stick them far into your ears because they're not good anymore. Well, they can um, hear, hurt your hearing. <laughs> Seriously, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to say was. Um, the other thing, um, what's going on with just politics, um, if they had truth or consequences these days, okay, um, I think the consequences is raining. And if we have these, uh, if we could have these politicians on that show, uh, that would be lovely. I think they should go on a show and I'll take lie detector tests. That would be good. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Thank mm-hmm. you, Stu. Thank you. I like the Pinocchio theater uh, theory. That would be great at every time somebody in office told a lie that their nose would grow, and then when it's time for Election Day, just say, hmm, I think I could hang close on that uh, nose, so I don't think I'll vote for that person. Just a thought. In case you just tuned in, we're talking about a plethora of things, including unusual places uh, where we have hair. How did we get into that? I miss my hair in the front. I know that. She asked him why. Why? I'm a hairy guy. All right, uh, we'll continue after this break. Eight eight nine five two five two at WICH.
FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. June is a great month for celebrating graduations, anniversaries, and Father's Day to name a few. We have great gift ideas for Dad on his special day. Choose from trees or flowering shrubs or maybe a garden statue or bench. A new shipment of statuary and pottery has just arrived to decorate your deck, pool, and patio for those fun summer parties. Hearts has flowering annuals and perennials with vibrant colors to delight not only friends and family, but butterflies and hummingbirds, too. And here's a gardening tip for you. A lot of people ask, how do we keep our beautiful pink baskets so nice all summer long? Well, here's our secret fertilizer and plenty of water feed your planters and baskets once a week for success hearts has fertilizers that will keep your plants happy and healthy our friendly and knowledgeable staff can help you pick out just the right products we also have mulches soils seeds and plant remedies visit one of our stores today route 6 in brooklyn route 14 in canterbury clinton avenue in norwich and route 2a in preston we're open seven days a week W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. Scott Haney in the uh, Channel 3 Link Only Forecast Center says mostly sunny today, 78 showers tonight. Maybe a thunder boomer, 63 Wednesday. Showers in the morning and sunshine, 82 it's moving up. He's 76. Welcome to the program. Well, I don't know how we got talking about hair either, but I would love to hear that song on the Lunchtime Oldies. There's a theme, hair. Yeah, songs with hair. I wonder how many hairy songs we could come up with. I, I don't know, but um, here's another one. Um, here's one to ponder. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy wasn't fuzzy, was he? <laughs> Said, right? I don't Good know. Segue. I was outside watering my plants and I go, all I could think of was Fuzzy was a bear. Let's thing. see, there's another song called uh, Sister Golden Hair. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. Don't tell me. It's your job. You did a great job yesterday with the sunshine thing. You made me smile. So oh, here's one for you. Just trying to, all right, hair. trying mm-hmm. to think of some hairy songs. <laughs> Thank you. But that's a good song anyway. I'd love it if you could hear play that on your oldies. Sure. I think once we get teased by it, we got to hear it, right? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, I was just thinking about hair. You're right. And I'm a hairdresser, so uh, when the guys are getting past 30 into their 40s, I can tell because they grow hair in their ears, and they never had it when they were in their 20s. When oh, I is that right? So that's as you age, there's more hair that grows in uh, different parts of your body? Y- yeah. yeah, places that you, like you said, would like it to be isn't there, and places where you don't want it to be is um, is there. So um, cut this one guy since he was 19, and he's 50 now. So you're um, a hairdresser? And, and, Do you ever give his, yeah. uh, the hair in his ears a perm or anything, or just uh, no. snip them Although, off? Although, here's a hair off subject. Um, mm-hmm. People ask for hair all the time for their garden to keep the deer out. You've heard of that. Yeah, now that you mention it, I heard that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I find that gross myself, and I don't do it. I yeah, just, I don't um, like throwing hair around. Yeah. No, but yeah, it is a weird thing. Um, the eyebrows and the hair inside their ears, we kind of clean out from time to time because I said, oh, you're getting old. I remember when you were 20, you didn't have this. I know, they're saying, I know. So I'm going to ask you this yeah. before we part. Yeah. And, uh, as a hairdresser, what is the most popular uh, haircut for men and women now? 
Um, it, it, it's pretty basic like it used to be for for a woman. It's mostly like the bob, you know, the short above the shoulder look. Uh, most mm-hmm. women want to be able to pull their hair back in the summer, so they tend to grow it out. And guys, my husband and I, you know, sixty age group, fifty, they all go shorter. Shorter, shorter now, better. yeah, yeah. So you don't see many people come in with hair down to their shoulders, guys. Not, not, that's... Um, not anymore. Um, yeah. I used to have some guys that had ponytails and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have one guy, he's a Harley Davidson biker guy. He's in his 70s. And he looks, he fits the part. He looks good with a ponytail. His wife used to ask me to cut it off. And I said, no, <laughs> oh, no. he can wear it. He can <laughs> wear it. <laughs> you don't want to get into a riff with the uh, the, the uh, husband and wife. No, so I I prefer short hair anyway, but my husband has like a a number one guard. You get a two guard, you know, that kind of thing. But other than that, um, they tend to go short because they're either balding or my husband was blonde, and you can't tell that he's gray because he keeps it so short. So what's a num- what is it when you say a number one guard or a two guard, what does that mean? Oh, when you put it on the clipper. You put oh, the, the clipper. attachment on the clip- clipper. Uh-huh. That, that tells you how short or how long it's going to be. Um so one is the lowest, and then there's a two, three, four, five, all the way up to eight. And that regulates the length of your hair. I'm going to have to charge for this service. <laughs> no, this is great. I, I haven't interviewed a hairdresser in a very long time. Well, you've got to come down to Niantic um, and see me. I'm in Flanders Plaza. So one, one final question. When guys are bottling, how many of them say, the heck with it, and you want you to shave their head completely? Yes, and then that's when I lose them to their wives, and I see them in the mall or a store, a coffee shop, and I say, where you been? So it's, it's cheaper. My wife just buzzes my head now. I see. Okay. <laughs> so hey, there you go. Thank you so much. We'll play here for you. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Stu. Hmm. Welcome to the program. Hi. Ten, ten seconds, Sue. Long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming. Okay, good. I just played that. Thank you. In case you're tuned in, this show's getting very hairy. And 28 minutes before noon at WICH. Remember when all the guys had to have long hair? Me too. I had My hair was pretty long when I came here, and the sideburns were like Engelbert Humperdinck. And uh, my hair was fairly long. Of course, I had hair in the front. My daddy went bald. Uh, yeah, well, how come we our hair keeps growing in the back, but it loses it in the front? What's the bad... What's, wrong with the front you wonder if you could spin your head around you would have hair in the front and bald in the back which would be interesting these are things that I'm pondering when I have a little time on my hands Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Dime Bank has something to perk you up as we head outdoors again. With a Dime Perks account, you can access special benefits and discounts from local and national merchants that will keep you entertained as you manage your money. From supplies to help you build your garden to seeing your favorite band in concert, Dime can help. To begin enjoying your perks today, visit dime-bank.com. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. So how's your hair today? Hair today, gone tomorrow? That was my hair. 89-5252 at WICH. This was unusual. When I lived in Westerly uh, many years ago, they were having their, what was it, I don't know, their 200th anniversary or something, and they wanted every guy to grow a beard. and So I wanted to go along with it. I was working in the radio station there. And my beard came out red. I was red beard. 
Isn't that odd? You would think it would be the same color of your hair, but it was red. It was like the pirate, red beard, matey. I didn't like having a beard. I really just went along to be a good sport, but didn't like it. Finally, one day when the promotion was over, I I went into the sink and I got that sucker out. I remember I clogged the sink. It was so much for the red beard. Never tried to do that again. All right, I'm rambling here. It's 25 till noon, 889-5252 is the number. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Most people are unaware of the dangers of buying medication online. I'll be back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Stu Bryan with you next uh, Tuesday. You're welcome to come to Dairy Queen. Listener Appreciation Day. We do appreciate you. And that's 11 to 1. The good folks at Dairy Queen and Taft will get a free ice cream and meet the folks. Just have a good time. You'll know it's me. No, I'll have a cap. You won't know I have any hair missing. I'll be wearing a cap. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Hi. I re- there I you are. I remember the tricentennial in Westerly very well. Mm-hmm. And my son and I won a blue ribbon for the best mother and son outfits. Really? What were you wearing? Well, I had a long dress that I had made out of curtains. I took all my curtains down and sewed them together, and I had an old-fashioned hat that my mom had, and Mark had his little cap on. He was about uh, four years old then, I think, during the tricentennial. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, I, remember, I have a button uh, from that era. So do you have pictures of that? I do. In fact, the Westerly Sun sent me an 8 by 10 beautiful picture that I have in a frame. We're sitting on that uh, unicycle that had the one wheel. It was a large one-wheel cycle, and they've got Mark way on the top of it when he was four years old, and I've got that in a frame sitting right on my dresser right now. That's great. So that was the 300th birthday. 300th right? anniversary, yes. And they had uh, a couple of years ago the 350th anniversary. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was a lot of fun all over Wilcox Park, and everyone wore long dresses, and the lady wore, ladies wore outfits, and we walked from Pawkatuck to Westerly every day to the parade. It was really fun. Yeah. They do a nice job there. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Did we run into you maybe with your red beard? I don't know. <laughs> well, I was around. I know that. I was working right at uh, right around the corner from the park at the radio station there. 
And, yeah, they uh, had a lot of people there and beautiful outfits. I love the old-time outfits because I'm very old-fashioned, and I love the long dresses. I wish we could dress that way forever. It was beautiful. Well, you can dress any way you want. Okay, I'll start wearing a long dress, and sure, I'll just wear not? my hair braided like I did then. <laughs> yeah, we can. So, uh, boy, that's a picture I'd love to see. You and Mark... <laughs> It was really fun, and he loved it. And the photographer from the Westerly Sun was very nice. His name was John. And I was so surprised to get a picture a week later in the mail. It was very nice of them. It was very, very thoughtful. Yes, it was. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, and I wish we had bumped into you. And we may have. I'm not sure. You may have bumped into me. I I had a red beard. (laughs) Okay. You take care, dear, and have a lovely day, and have a wonderful party at DQ. I, I hope you can make it. Well, we'll sure try. We'll see what comes up. All right, thank you. You take care, Stu. Bye now. Hmm. Yes, I had a red beard like a pirate. And I got a pirate. I wonder if they always had uh, birds on their shoulder. They always had the pirates with a parrot. Parrot never flew off. It's right there on the shoulder of every pirate. Who usually lost one hand somewhere along the way and had a hook. Talk about discrimination against pirates. Like, they all look like that, and they all talk like that. Hey, matey. I mean, some pirates didn't talk like that. Hell, that was such a nice boat ride. Oh, no. no. Stereotype from the movies. Hi, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right, thank you. I want to to talk and they'll continue talking until the 23rd. They're going to have a meeting about the roundabouts that are planned for Route 82. Oh, yeah. Boy, that's coming up again, huh? Okay. Okay. Um, there would be six roundabouts. Somebody had put something in on um, on Route 82. I mean, yeah, in Facebook today and talked about three. Well, three is the first phase, I think. And so that's now I'm looking for where the roundabouts are um, again. But I know New London Turnpike, Norman Road, which is like just several hundred feet away, then Dunham Street, which is a little bit away, Osgood Street, Mount Pleasant Street, and Asylum Mechanic Street. They want to put six roundabouts on Route 82. Why don't they just leave that it is, alone? It's outrageous. I don't know. It- I don't understand the whole roundabout things that they're trying to put in there, how it's going to help anything. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I I mean, having no left-hand turns, that would save. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, I mean, I know from, from myself, and my kids used to work at Wendy's, and if I went to Wendy's and I was going to ShopRite, I would take a right out of Wendy's, turn left um, into the package store, complex thing and then turn right um if i was going into into wendy's i would generally get on norman road and go straight across so i wouldn't have to turn left you know i'd have a light and i could go straight so you can you can do that at this point but to have all of the roundabouts and the one downtown there are advantages to it but i don't understand they put these bump outs I don't understand the the need for bump out on on the the um, roundabout downtown, and I don't know whether they're going to do that here. So I think it's really important 
for everybody that's interested and concerned to go to Kelly Middle School on the 23rd mm-hmm. and voice your opinion and maybe even send letters to the commission beforehand um, and, and, the, um, and our city council to let them know what we think about this. Um, you know, I live off of Norland and Turnpike, and the fact of going downtown and going through six roundabouts is insanity to me. It's just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, if, I don't like roundabouts, number one, but if they decide to do it, if they did maybe two, you know, but not six, it's only a couple of miles. Mm. It's not that long a distance. It's, it, it just makes no sense. And you know, and the way they have it planned now, there's still going to be people that will lose their businesses because of the right. uh, Yeah, people are going to, I guess I said a dozen businesses are going to be affected. Well, that's, that's oh. no good. That's... You know, we already lost businesses because of the pandemic and them closing everything. Mm. Um, you know, we don't need to lose any more businesses because that will that'll affect our bottom line as far as taxes. So... I just, I don't understand why they're pushing this, why they're pushing roundabouts everywhere. Um, you know, people don't follow the rules anyway. There's so many times I've seen people taking left turns on red, you know, um, at, like at the New London Turnpike corner. Maybe if they had people monitoring it more. I've heard that they can't do the, the cameras because of somehow somehow it affects it law-wise but there are other ways to do this and as i said you know blocking the left-hand turns would help a lot as far as crash alley i know it's crash alley i live there so i understand that part Mm -hmm. but as i said it within like it's no more than two miles between the london turnpike and um asylum street and to put six roundabouts how many uh, how many years we've been talking about this? It seems like about six or six years or so we've been tossing this around. I thought it was kind of a dead issue. But it's... No, well they said they, it wouldn't start until twenty twenty four, but they're still planning it, and I'm sure they'll be taking the businesses sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. So it's um, it's craziness. It truly is craziness. I don't understand why they're doing that. All right. Um, um, why they insist on doing it? I know. I know we need to fix the the traffic. I mean, but as I said, if they could stop the people taking left turns, that would that would cut a lot. Well, thanks of for the uh, down. thanks for bringing it up. That's the twenty third. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning. I to know. Yes. Good morning. I wanted to know. At the Norwood State Hospital, why are all those trucks and equipment there? Could somebody let me know? You mean the former uh, area where the hospital was? Yeah, I guess I'll always call it the uh, yeah, Norwood course, State Hospital. But there's lots of trucks and, and things there. and well, Just probably... curious what they're going to be doing. Well, working on stuff. It's been a long time, so uh, maybe that's what they're doing. Oh, it's been a lot of trucks, too, and, and, and such. Well, we'll find they got out. trailers there with uh, mm-hmm. lights, you know. And mm-hmm. Just curious, you know. And the roundabouts, why, I don't live in Norwich, but, but by golly, she's right. We don't need them all, do we? I mean, wow. So 
I hope a lot of stores don't get closed, you know. And just one other thing, maybe I won't find out about it today, but um, Old Times Restaurant, why is that closed all the time? I know they do catering. I wasn't uh, aware that they are closed all the time, to be honest with you. I didn't know. I think they might have cut hours, but maybe somebody well, maybe can tell us. Right. I mean, I used to enjoy going there. Yeah, it was and, very popular. But whenever I go by, there's nobody there. So, mm-hmm. but I, that was part of knowledge for many years, you know. Well, we've got two so, questions we got to work on for you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to become Wonder Woman, I guess. That's okay. Um, because I'm so worried about the economy and all the things that are going on. Just very, very worried. I'm worried about the people this winter. Okay, How well, in God's name are they going to pay for their fuel oil? Don't worry it's too gonna much. It's going to be tough. Don't worry too much. You may miss this good day. Well, no, I'm not going to miss that. Okay. But I mean, I just am concerned about our community and every other community. Well, you're and, not alone. Um, you're not alone. President Biden sure. better open up his eyes real quick okay. and try to help us instead of just being a top dog that does nothing. So... And I hate to down him because he's an old man. He shouldn't even be president. He ought to be sitting on that beach with his wife and enjoying what life he has left. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, yes, we're getting into the uh, roundabout again, huh? Where she stops, nobody knows. One day you are loving like we'll never part. Then you say it's all. Such a change of heart I go round and round On the roundabout of love Not everybody loves the roundabout. Hey, welcome to the program. Hi there. Buenas noches, amigo. All right, let's go over to this line. Hi, good uh, morning to you. So it's the mayor. How are you? Yes, sir. How are you doing, Mayor Pete? I heard people talking about Route 82. Um, it is very important that people uh, come out and express their opinions, pro or con. Uh, the distance is actually 1.3 miles, not two. Um, the six roundabouts are in their design at the 30% level. It is around a dozen businesses or more that will be lost. Um, so there's a lot at stake here. So that hearing is June 23rd at 7 o'clock in the Kelly Auditorium. If people are worried about COVID, that seats over 800 people. People can spread out. They don't have to sit in groups if they don't want to. Um, but we're really looking for a public opinion on this. The council's position of a, by a vote of 5 to 2 uh, several council elections ago was to not have six roundabouts there. Um, this Council currently hasn't taken a position on it. Um, I will ask them to do so after the hearing uh, so that it's on record. But everything right now points to the state uh, just moving forward, irregardless of the economic loss here in the city, as well as the uh, loss of uh, access to that area, that corridor, will be inundated by construction four or five years or more. They're going to do it in phases. Uh, they have promised to do a lot of the work at night um, to try to minimize the loss uh, 
traffic flow for people who still have businesses trying to survive. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. So let me ask you this, uh, a little clarity. Uh, no matter which way it's voted on with the council, that they're go- you act like they're going to do it anyway? Well, it, it, their opinion seems to be that. Um, I am still curious of what the actual costs are. Back in sixteen seventeen, we heard numbers, $60 million. Um, I think there could be a middle ground, uh, maybe three roundabouts, um, end all left-hand turns. If you want to get on the other side, go down to the roundabout, either one in the middle or one on each end. Um, it also will impact fire uh, protection services. We could put six roundabouts in, there'll be no traffic lights. The traffic lights are synchronized um, with a system that provides the opportunity for, in this case, East Great Plains Volunteer Fire Department to get out and control the lights. Since there's no lights, the preemption system will be eliminated. Um, that's something else that not a lot of people are talking about. But I remember as a state rep back in 85, 86, 87, fighting to get that preemption system installed. That was when that road went from two lanes to four lanes. Um, there's a lot at stake. I hope the people of Norwich turn out. All right, I'm glad you called today, Mayor Pete. Um, I kind of know which way you feel about it. We talked about this a long time ago, so um, I, I don't. I'm not against roundabouts. I love the one at Franklin Square. In yeah, fact, that's been nationally recognized. But this one is different. This is different. Um, this is different as a success. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone was talking about bump outs. That's to slow traffic down. Yeah, the bumps. whole idea is to calm traffic with roundabouts. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why bump outs exist. But you'll also notice that the curbs on the center rings, the centers of them are always at a 45-degree angle, the granite curbing. Cars are actually designed to drive up and over those big aprons. It's, it's, that's part of the design, so that allows for larger vehicles to navigate through, like fire trucks and anything else. Um, so, Okay. Thank you for checking in. Keep in touch. You're welcome. We'll be talking about welcome it, I'm sure. Dairy Queen. Oh, great. Looking forward to that. All right. Take care. Take care. Hey, the mayor's coming down, the Dairy Queen. Why not, huh? Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Yes, good morning. Uh, Can I put something on swap? Sure. Why not? All right. Uh, I I got a brand new uh, couch uh, with a bed in it, and uh, um, uh, in fact, it hasn't even been slept in. My daughter got it, and it just don't fit the uh, living room we got. Uh, I paid fifteen hundred for it, and I let it go for a thousand. Okay. The number is eight six zero three three four five eight seven seven. It's uh, blue too. It's a nice couch. Three three four five eight seven seven. Yes, sir. All right. Have a great Thank day. You. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. I'm stretching here. Got to do my stretches. Yeah. Hmm, that felt good. Welcome to the program. Oh, yeah, hi. I have a swap item. Sure. Yeah, I have a, um, um, like a hair dryer salon, uh, dryer chair, a dryer chair, good condition. Uh, maybe for somebody's breezeway or downstairs basement. Uh, best offer. Mm-hmm. Telephone number 860 Eight eight six one zero eight one. I'm sorry, four zero eight one. Oh, I'm sorry, eight eight six four zero eight one. 
That is correct. I got it now. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, so. Hi there. Listen, after after all these roundabouts are put in, we can change the nickname of Norwich. Instead of being the Rose of New England, it'll be the Roundabouts of New England. The Roundabouts of New England. I think yep, I prefer that's Rose. The, that's all it's going to be. The stores will be gone. It's just roundabouts. <clears throat> well, I don't like people losing their their stores. I That scares me, and I'm sure it scares them a whole bunch. Everybody will so. be out of business because everything's going to be tied up in construction. Yeah, I don't... That's, that's my opinion. Have a good day. All right. You're welcome. My opinion is I don't feel right about it. We'll see what develops. As uh, Mayor Pete said, if it does come to fruition, it would be it'd be work until 2024. That'll be a lot of fun. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Can I throw something quick on swaps? Go ahead. I got my catcher's mitt. What you got? <laughs> Uh, I have a pool filter, swimming pool, a swimming pool filter, and pump and motor. Uh, if anybody's interested, they can call me, 860-705-8073. 705-8073. Thanks, Stu. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Stu. It seems to be swap day. I got something out everybody's swapping today. Um, I've got a couple of these uh, poles that, that help the elderly or disabled stand up, and they go from the floor up to the ceiling, and there's a grab bar on there, and, uh, you know, you can put them in and remove them uh, uh, very easily. And uh, I paid 179 bucks a piece for them, and I'll take 40 a piece for them. If anybody needs help uh, grabbing onto something, standing next to the bed or next to the chair, uh, my number is 860 860- Five seven six seven three nine five. Five seven six seven three nine five. Right. Yes. Okay. Good Thank night. You, Sue. You're welcome. Hey, we just slipped into a few swapping and selling. It's kind of neat. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. About the roundabouts. Uh, where's the money coming from for these roundabouts? Well, it's coming from the state. I, I guess that's how it is. Uh, I think they should take the money and use it for police officers and to uh, have resource offices in all our schools to protect our children. Well, I think that's a marvelous idea. I don't think we need roundabout. The only thing, the problem with that is um, it's hard to get police people to want to join the force. I understand that, but I think that's what it should be. That road is dangerous as it is, and I think roundabouts are going to make it worse. Yeah, mostly everybody I've spoken to, and we've been talking about this periodically for a number of years, just says, no, I don't think so. (laughs) No, I think we can spend the money elsewhere. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Roundabouts. I don't know. Maybe we'll get around to it another time, but I I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Imagine imagine having a, a business on that strip and thinking, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? Anywho, you're with Stu at WICH. Our lunchtime oldies come up after the news at noon. I can squeeze in one call if you like. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear to ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake. 
are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Mm, good point there. It's not fast food. It's fan food. Really good stuff. So, Dairy Queen... The one we're going to is at 159 Norwich Avenue in Taftville a week from today. For our WICH listeners, come on in, get a free ice cream. Everybody's welcome to come in for that free ice cream at Dairy Queen in Taftville. And we'll be broadcasting our radio program there. You can meet other listeners, get to know them in person, or just check things out, you know, Nobody pushes anybody on anything. Whatever you want to do. Bring classic cars. Lots of fun. Maybe you'll meet some new best friends. One never does know. It's going to be 11 to 1 a week from today, June 14th at Dairy Queen, 159 Norwich Avenue in Taftville from WICHAM 1310 and 94.5 FM. And don't forget the first 100 people get a free flag because it is Flag Day. Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Yes, we're on AM and FM. Right now at the beep, it is noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. When survivors speak, change happens. When survivors speak, change A Philadelphia rally just days after a shooting on a busy street left three dead, 11 hurt. And in Washington, Congress hears from a man who lost his mother in the Buffalo supermarket massacre. We're here to ask the people here to do their jobs, to live up to the oath that they took, to serve and protect the people of this country. Garnell Whitfield urging action against white supremacists and other extremists. This didn't start with my mother's passing. This has been going on my whole life. I was born black, and I was treated differently from the day I was born. Homeland Security warned today of the possibility of extremist attacks over the next six months heading into the midterm elections and of possible copycat shootings based on disinformation about the Texas school attack. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer wants to get Republicans behind some kind of gun legislation compromise that's in the works. It's only going to happen if both sides keep working. Only with that will hope for a compromise translate into real, concrete legislation. Well, Target is canceling orders from some suppliers and looking to clear out unwanted inventory as shopping priorities have shifted because of inflation. Retail analyst Bert Flickinger. For christenings and first communions and graduations, people were spending less on uh, social suits and dresses uh, for their children. They're going more to thrift stores uh, rather than department stores. Then it seems inflation has hit the climate crisis too. For the first time, climate talks underway in Bonn, Germany, are quantifying the costs related to all forms of climate destruction. A new report by the British development charity Oxfam finds those costs have skyrocketed. At the same time, it says the rich countries responsible for most of the pollution and consumption linked to climate change have shouldered only a fraction of the resulting economic burden. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Goodyear has agreed to recall RV tires. It hasn't made 
played in 19 years. Jeff Gilbert of affiliate WWJ Detroit. These tires, G159s, are used on motorhomes. There had been concerns raised about tread separation and some lawsuits claiming injuries and deaths. Goodyear had originally declined to replace the tires, but in issuing the recall now says it wants to address concerns that some of the tires may still be in the marketplace or in use. The World Bank today sharply downgraded its outlook for the world economy, largely because of Russia's war in Ukraine. Wall Street right now, the Dow is down about 20 points, and the Nasdaq is up about 10 points. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Anomalous consumer access. Not over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Capital One presents... Entertainment Reimagined. Actor Glenn Powell nearly passed on starring in the sequel to Top Gun until he talked to Tom Cruise. He goes, all right, look, what kind of career do you want to have? And I was like, dude, you. Well, do you know how I do that? I was like, yeah, you choose great roles. He goes, no, I choose great movies, and I make the roles great. No fees or minimums and no overdraft fees are another reason banking with Capital One is the easiest decision. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. is a fright I'm hairy high and low But don't ask me why Cause he don't know It's not for lack of bread Like the grateful dead Darling Give me a head with hair Long, beautiful hair Shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing Give me down to there Shoulder length longer Here, baby, there, mama Everywhere, daddy, daddy, Throw it, show it The 
From the Broadway show Hair and the song Hair by the Cowsills. Boy, they had some great songs, huh? Not too many songs about hair. Of course, you know about Lady Godiva. She had the really long hair, kind of keep her out of trouble. So here's the story. Just for you lunchtime buddies, Peter and Gordon. The story of Lady Godiva. Seventeen, a beauty queen. She made a ride. Caused a scene in the town Her long blonde hair Hanging down around her knees All the cats who did strip tease Praying for a little breeze Her long blonde hair Falling down across her arms Hiding all the latest charms And said to her How'd you like to be a star? You're a girl who could go far Especially dressed the way you are She smiled at him Gave her pretty head a shake That was Lady G's mistake Hey, hey Directs certificate X And people now Are craning their necks To see her Cause she's a star One that everybody knows Finished with the striptease shows Now she can't afford her clothes Her long blonde hair Lying on the bar 
harvest floor Doesn't need it long anymore Lady Godiva I love those chocolates she invented, the Godiva chocolates. Ah, delicious. We're going to have big-time fun here. Sunny today, temperatures about 78, 63 tonight, and 82 tomorrow. With our temperature now at the high point of the day, 78 degrees. So I would say it's a pretty darn good day for a little stepping out. What do you think? Joe Jackson. You don't use that expression too much anymore. Hey, let's go stepping out, huh? Watch where you step, though.
Certainly hope you had a good time stepping out. WICH, Stu Breyer with you. And uh, here's a lost vinyl by Joe Simon. This is called Drowning in the Sea of Love. You're listening to Personality Radio. WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, breezy 78 today. Showers tonight and maybe some thunderstorms overnight. 63 for the low. Morning showers tomorrow, then not bad. Partly sunny in the afternoon, 77 to 82. Showers are likely on Thursday and maybe some isolated thunderstorms too. Thursday's high, 77. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. I've been down one time And I've been down two times But now I'm Been out here so very long. I'm lost all of my direction. Baby, when you came my way, I thought I had found my protection. But a strong wind came into my life and surely took me by surprise. And I can't seem to control these tears that's Sea of Love. Quite a beach there has a sea of love, huh? So it's a good summer beach, summer. 
Here's another sea of love. Take a dip, Phil Phillips. Come with me, my love, to the sea, the sea of love. I want to tell you how much I love you. that for a line, gals, huh? Would you like to come with me to the Sea of Love? Sure, right. She threw the glass of water at him. So, listen, um, we're talking about hair a little bit today. Sure, see what you missed, if you missed it? Songs that have something to do with hair. I mean, when, uh, guys, when we were, you know, we had that greasy kid stuff. It was supposed to be cool. I mean, that gooey stuff. Greasy kid stuff. And then the Beatles came around. We went from crew cuts to uh, long hair. You look at some of the early picture Beatles, they really didn't have long hair. But after that, we got really carried away with the long hair and the sideburns. And people say, you're never going to get a job with that long hair and the beard. And I mean, we just got so hairy, it was amazing. And now it's kind of toned down a little bit. So I thought I would take you into a little nostalgia ride and go back to a time when we had short hair. And that was the in thing. The only thing they did we did was just throw a little grease in it. So let's look back when, when our hair was short. What was going on then, huh?
guess I went from short hair to long hair to no hair. Hmm. I'd pick either one of the first two. Gun Hill Road was the name of that group. They had a an interesting hit with it back in the early 70s. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. June is a great month for celebrating graduations, anniversaries, and Father's Day to name a few. We have great gift ideas for Dad on his special day. Choose from trees or flowering shrubs or maybe a garden statue or bench. A new shipment of statuary and pottery has just arrived to decorate your deck, pool, and patio for those fun summer parties. Hearts has flowering annuals and perennials with vibrant colors to delight not only friends and family, but butterflies and hummingbirds, too. And here's a gardening tip for you. A lot of people ask, how do we keep our beautiful pink baskets so nice all summer long? Well, here's our secret fertilizer and plenty of water feed your planters and baskets once a week for success hearts has fertilizers that will keep your plants happy and healthy our friendly and knowledgeable staff can help you pick out just the right products we also have mulches soils seeds and plant remedies visit one of our stores today route 6 in brooklyn route 14 in canterbury clinton avenue in norwich and route 2a in preston we're open seven days a week All right, let's throw in a little classic here on a lunchtime oldies from the man from La Mancha. Hmm? This is the impossible dream. So many people sang this song, but there was only one guy that had a major hit with it, Jack Jones. To dream the impossible dream To fight the unbeatable foe To bear with unbearable sorrow To run where the brave dare not go To right the unrightable wrong To be better far than you are To try when your arms are too weary To reach the unreachable star This is my quest To follow that star No matter how hopeless No matter how far To be willing to give When there's no more to give To be willing to die so that honor and justice may live And I know if I'll only be true To this glorious quest That my heart will lie peaceful and calm When I'm laid to my rest 
world will be better for this That one man scorned and covered with scars Still strove with his last ounce of courage To reach the unreachable stars well, There are some songs you just never get tired of And that's one of them, at least for me the Impossible Dream, Jack Jones. And when you hear that song, you kind of want to hum it all day. Hum it, hum it, hum it, hum it. Kind of gets into your little, uh, they call it the worm. The musical worm in your head. All right, let's go back to, uh, now i got to get rid of that worm with something else. Let's go back to uh, the year of 1964. I call it the surfing year. All the Beach Boys songs and all the surfing songs and Jan and Dean. And this particular song that was based on a true story. They read about it in a, in a uh, newspaper about this little old lady who was stopped for speeding. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. And that was in the driveway. Don't encourage her. Don't encourage her.
64 was a great year for music. So many great songs came out in 64. Here's another one. 1964. I'm still not certain that you love me Every time you hold me I'm still not certain that you care Though you keep on saying You really, really, really love me Do you say the same words to someone else When I'm not there? Suspicion Oh, it's my heart Suspicion Keeps us apart Suspicion Why touch me? Every time you call me And tell me we should meet tomorrow I can't help but think that you're meeting someone else tonight Why should our romance just keep on causing me such sorrow? Why am I so doubtful whenever you part of sight? Suspicion torments my heart. Suspicion keeps us apart. Suspicion why torture me? Darling, if you love me, I beg you wait a little longer. Wait until I drive all these foolish fears out of my mind Why can't our romance just keep on growing stronger? Maybe I'm suspicious cause your love is so hard to find Suspicion it's my heart Suspicion Keeps us apart Why torture me? Imagine going through your whole life that suspicious. It's not very comfortable. Terry Stafford, everybody thought he was Elvis Presley, and because he sure did sound like him, huh? Let's, uh, speaking of Elvis. Sure. Let's surrender to another one of his hits. When we kiss, my heart's on fire. Burning with a strange desire. on the fire too So my darling please surrender
Darling, please surrender. Hmm. I don't think that's a romantic term now these days. How about uh, an unusual song that you never would have believed would have been a hit? But it was an unlikely hit by Eric Burden, and uh, he teamed up with the group War. He used to be Eric Burden in The Animals, and then he went from The Animals to War. And this is an unusual song, or I think it's a song. It's more of a narration. Spill the wine.
poured some of the wine from the bottle into the glass and raised it to her lips. And just before she drank it, she said, They're playing our song, Spill the Wine. I was always very good at that. Eric Burden, Without the Animals, a group called War. It's uh, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. We mix them up a little bit different from the other folks. Here's a gentleman uh, who is from New Haven, Connecticut. And he's got a book, uh, got a group by the name of the Five Satins. He was one of them. Paris in the Five Satins. 
still of the nights, one of the great dance songs of all time. We're talking a lot about hair today on the program. So if you're combing the dial, you may have caught it. Some songs that have something to do with hair, and I mentioned earlier that when the guys uh, back in the 50s had short hair, but we'd comb it back with this greasy stuff, and that was supposed to be attractive to women, attracted by women. Hmm? What do you think? Was it? Oh, let me put my hand through your greasy hair. And I... Well, nowadays it's not that popular. Remember Wild Root Cream Oil Charlie? And Charlie put a little dabble do you in his hair and all the women ran around him with a fire hose. Here is a song about that greasy kid stuff with Jamie Grant. Are you still using it? Are you using it? It's time you moved on, I think, a little bit. using that again instead of nothing. So there it is, Jamie Grant, uh, that greasy kid stuff. I still can't believe I look at some of the old pictures. I have so much hair. I once got a haircut and a comb fell out, you know. Well, that certainly changed in a hurry. There's not too many hairy songs, but here's a nice one by America. Sister Golden Hair. I tried to make it Sunday, but I got so damn depressed That I set my sights on Monday, and I got myself undressed I ain't ready for the altar, but I do agree there's times When a woman sure can be a friend of mine Sister Golden Hair Surprise 
can't make it Sister Golden Hair, there's not too many hair songs, but um, found a few of them for you today. If you can think of anything before we uh, close out, maybe we can uh, get another one on for you. But I think we uh, pretty well have uh, dug into all the hairy songs. I know in the middle of the night I'll probably think of one or two. Here's an instrumental that was one of the biggest instrumental hits of 1965. I'm in with the in crowd. I'm all in. I'm all in.
Ramsey Lewis on WICH. I want to uh, pay tribute to a songwriter who uh, passed away that I'm sure many of you don't even know his name. But he was responsible for some really terrific songs. So let me tell you about this gentleman who had lots of top 40 hits. Many of them he wrote, of course. His name is Paul Vance. And uh, once upon a time, he took his family to a beach near their home in New York's Long Island. His two-year-old daughter, Paula, was wearing a two-piece swimming suit for the first time and was a little shy about it. Being seen when she emerged from the dressing room, she covered up in a towel before going in the water. Paul Vance, who had already co-written a great song for Perry Como called Catch a Falling Star, a Grammy-winning hit single for Perry, was always alert for new song ideas. So on the way home from the beach, he jotted down the first draft of what became his best-known tune. It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka-dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. His little two-year-old daughter. An itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka-dot bikini, so in the locker she wanted to stay. The lyrics reflected Vance's and his daughter's experience when she ventured into the surf, Vance later said, the bottom half of her swimsuit came off, leading him to write, now she's afraid to come out of the water and the poor little girl's turning blue. <laughs> so when Vance got home, he called his songwriting partner, Lee Pockris, to tell him about the idea. They put it together, and it became a tremendous hit. In fact, it was so popular, he never had to write another song again, but he did. So here's what the song is all about. His two-year-old daughter wore a bikini. Bikini bottoms fell down in the water, and she was afraid to come out. And this is what we got. She was afraid to come out of the locker She was as nervous as she could be. Tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the locker she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. She was afraid to come out in the open. Tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the blanket she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. Now she's afraid to come out of the water. people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy 
There was some guy, Brian Hyland, who is 16 years old. What a fantastic song he got a hold of. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, we have time for a Teeny Weeny song. CHAM 1310 and 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. It's now coming up to 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. New warnings from the government about possible threats after a violent attack just two weeks ago. CBS's Nicole Skanga. The Department of Homeland Security is warning of copycat attacks in the wake of the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. According to a new terrorism advisory, online platforms have also seized on the event to spread disinformation and incite violence. And it also warns of possible action by extremists over any Supreme Court ruling on abortion, migrants at the Mexican border, and midterm elections. Former FBI agent Michael German tells Congress law enforcement needs to take a deeper dive into social media. There have been plenty of opportunities for them to actually collect this data about the violent crimes to understand it better, but they choose not to, and I think that's part of the problem. House Speaker Pelosi today put opponents to gun reform on notice in Washington. You can't vote for these bills because it's a problem for you politically. Understand this. Your political survival is nothing compared to the survival of our children. It's primary day today in seven states. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in L.A. sizing up the battle for mayor. Polls show Congresswoman Karen Bass and Rick Caruso, a billionaire property developer, leading the pack. She's a longtime liberal lawmaker who President Biden considered as his 2020 running mate. He's a former Republican who only registered as a Democrat earlier this year. Both are running on the same issues. Crime is on the rise, including homicide. And both say more money is needed to fight homelessness. The World Bank says global growth will be stymied by inflation and the war in Ukraine. This driver in Indiana is feeling the pain at the pump. Getting out of a pandemic and then going, okay, we're out of it. I can go over here and then the gas prices hit. And it's like, ah, it makes you feel like you're locked down again. And AAA says the nationwide average for a gallon of gas is now up to 4.92. 
Tiger Woods has decided to withdraw from next week's U.S. Open. He says he needs more time for his body to be stronger for major championship golf. He still plans to play the British Open in July. Some questions that were raised after the last Winter Games have now been answered as we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker. If you watched the Beijing Winter Games, you'd likely witness the heartbreaking scenes of 15-year-old figure skater Camila Valieva being berated by her Russian coach after crashing out of the Olympic finals. Now the International Skating Union has ruled there will be no more 15-year-olds allowed in international competition with the minimum age raised to 17 by the next Winter Olympics. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 49 points. The S&P is up five. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. You have places to go now. Meet Nissan's most advanced lineup. If you can't get enough adrenaline, there's the all-new 400 HP Nissan Z. Or for your off-road adventures, check out the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Road trip? Hop in the Nissan Pathfinder. And for something more electric, there's the stylish Nissan Aria. The best of Nissan is here today. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Okay, we have a guest this first segment of our program, and I'm looking forward to speaking with him. Nate Burt is with us, and uh, he and his wife, well, we're going to have him talk about uh, an adoption with a frozen embryo adoption. Hi, Nate. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I um, you know, we hear about frozen embryos, but many of us are kind of clueless about the whole works of it. And then I spotted you had a little ad in Radio TV interview report. So uh, why are you doing this in- interview, these interviews across the country? Is it because you want to let the word out? I mean, that's exactly right, Stu. My wife and I have three um, biological children, and we decided to pursue embryo adoption Um you know, many families go through infertility. In our case, we were blessed to be able to have children of our own. Uh, yet we also recognize that many families across the United States struggle with infertility. Couples are having children later in life. And oftentimes when people use uh, in vitro fertilization, they have remaining embryos, and they are faced with a choice. Do they, uh, do they place those for research? Are they discarded? Do they place them in frozen storage? Uh, or do they place them for embryo adoption? So I'm really trying to get the word out. I've written a book about the topic called Frozen But Not Forgotten. That's really everything my wife and I wish we had known as we were going through the process of adoption in this very unique way. So, Nate, uh, you had the children, normal children, the regular way. Why did you uh, not want to just try for a third? Was it your wife was... Uh not particularly uh, willing to do that? You wanted to go a different route? What was the deal with that? 
great question, Stu. So I, I had actually proposed to my wife. I said, hey, we have three kiddos. Uh, my wife and I are both from families of four children each. And so I said, hey, what about one more? And she said, okay, but we're going to pursue embryo adoption. Uh, you know, our, we are of the Christian faith. Uh, we had friends and uh, knew of people who had been through this process. But what we discovered as we were sort of exploring this as an option was that uh, there are uh, approximately one million frozen embryos in storage across the United States alone. And oftentimes families really struggle who have been through IVF and have these embryos. They recognize that those embryos represent human life, but they struggle with the decision to place them with another family. And so I think our hearts were touched as we sort of learned more about what frozen embryo adoption even is. And another thing about embryo adoption that a lot of people may not realize is that the mother, the adoptive mother, actually carries the baby to term in her own womb. And so you experience pregnancy as you would with any other baby, but in a very unique way in that this, is, uh, this baby has the genetic material of another family. And in our case, our adoption is an open adoption. And so for our, from our perspective, it was an opportunity not only to give an embryo a chance at life, but also an opportunity to, um, to be a blessing and a gift to another family that really wanted those embryos to have a home. So let me understand it. Uh, so the embryo is put into the womb, and does it uh, go the same time period as uh, a child that's not an embryo? Yeah, thanks for the question, Stu. So you're exactly right. Um, our baby, uh, Phoebe, was frozen for approximately a decade, and then once uh, the embryo that became our daughter uh, was placed in my wife's womb, it took a, approximately nine months. Uh, Phoebe was a little bit stubborn in that she was our only breech baby, and so my wife required a C-section. But she came out screaming, and uh, she's been just a, a joy and a ball of energy ever since. Now, when you're looking for a frozen embryo, and this is good, I'm learning a lot about it with you, Nate, and a lot of people <laughs> will do that with your book. Um, do you get a full background of um, the embryo and characteristics and health records of the embryo? Yeah, that's a great question, Stu. So in our case, we worked through an embryo adoption agency called Nightlife Christian Adoptions. And as part of that process, we actually got a medical record for our daughter's genetic family dating back three generations. Wow. Um, and, which is really incredible, right? And so it gives us an opportunity as our daughter grows older, um, you know, if there are health conditions or things her family, her genetic family has struggled with or overcome, you know, we can help her navigate that process. And so we felt like it was really important for us as parents to be able to give her the best care possible. Um, but she's a healthy, ordinary child just like any other. It's just that her genetic background and some of those unique considerations may be a little bit different from my wife or our, my personal family's genetic history. So did you know it would be a girl? We had no idea, and we specifically said we don't want any extra genetic testing done, mm -hmm. um, and our agency doesn't actually allow that because it does risk the viability or the life of the embryo. And so we didn't know what we would get. We already had three sons, and so I was I'm pretty convinced that we were going to have another boy, but I had always, as much as I love my sons, I always thought it would be special to have a daughter. And uh, sure enough, we had the great privilege of finding out that we were expecting a little girl. So, Nate, do a lot of people just donate their sperm uh, and, you know, they freeze it and keep it when somebody needs for adoption? Is that how it works? You know, that 
that's a great question, Stu. That's um, that's a process referred to as you know sperm donation or, or mm-hmm. egg donation. Uh, in this case, we're actually talking about a sperm and an egg that have already been combined in the lab and formed an early stage embryo. And so you're right, that does happen. Uh, this is a little bit different in that oftentimes um, with sperm or egg donation, that process can be anonymous, and often it is. Uh, in our case, though, we actually knew the family and got to know them uh, via paperwork, via photos, via you know backstory about the family's history before we even made the decision to say, yes, this is a family that we think their embryos are a good fit with us. That's just fascinating, Nate. So uh, do you keep in contact with the family? Does the family ever want to meet the daughter? Yeah, we absolutely do. And I understand that for people, for your listeners who might be hearing this, they might be saying, this seems a little too strange and far out for me, and that's okay. I think in our case, the research has borne out the fact that the more open an adoption can be in general, the healthier it is for that child as they're growing up, not only to be uh, welcomed and fully embraced by their adoptive family, but also to have at least the opportunity to connect with their biological family. And so you're right. We typically uh, meet either in person or via text message or sharing photos, you know, maybe once every three months or once every six months. Um, our uh, daughter's genetic family has invited us over to dinner. We've done the same. And she has biological siblings who are uh, quite a bit older than she is. And so our hope is that as she grows older, she will have the opportunity to continue that relationship. Even though we are her uh, family, her adoptive family, we think it's so important that she have that special connectivity uh, to the, the biological family uh, without whom she wouldn't be with us in the first place. So, Nate, does she feel like she has two sets of parents? Does she call them mom and dad, too? You know, I think she will call us mom and dad, uh, you know, for the rest of her life. Uh, we adopted her. She, she's only known our family in the day-to-day. Um, however, I do think that, um, you know, we, I talk about this a little bit in, in the book Frozen But Not Forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she will recognize and have a relationship with them as we call them her placing family. And she's four years old now, so she doesn't necessarily use words like that, but we call them uh, her friends. And actually, it's funny, our biological family has a daughter, and she's referred to Phoebe as a friendster, both a friend and a sister. And so we, we've tried to use that language as well because it implies they are close and they care about one another, but there's also a special, deeper relationship that goes beyond mere friendship. This is, a, this is fascinating. Uh, we've heard a little bit about this, but now I'm getting the end story, which we'll get in your, your book and tell folks how to get it in, in a few minutes, Nate. So it's really advantageous when you uh, get a frozen embryo to be close to where the real parents are, or the, the person who donated the sperm. Otherwise, wouldn't it be strange when your uh, son or daughter grows up and people say, uh, well, you were a frozen embryo, That'd be a little stranger situation for the kid? You know, I think it's because every family is different, right, Stu? So I think in our case, uh, it's actually very unusual to be in a situation like ours where the embryo placing family is within a two-hour drive. It just I, I, I consider that to be a providence and not just a happenstance. Um, but regardless, a lot of adopting families actually are many states away from the families that the genetic families. And so I think, you know, from our perspective, my wife and I strongly agree with you that having that ability to see one another face-to-face really does make a difference. Um, again, our daughter is young enough that 
to her, it's just visiting with friends like we would in, in any context. Uh, but I do think that there is something to be said as, as families in your audience are thinking about their own families and maybe they're struggling to have children or they're thinking about adding to their family and, and they've been able to conceive naturally. I just want people to consider embryo adoption as an option. I think not enough people are aware of it. It tends to be less expensive than other forms of adoption, domestic, international. However, it also comes with some, um, you know, some, some unique considerations that people should be aware of. The, the mother needs to be in good health. You need to talk with your doctor before pursuing embryo adoption to make sure your body is capable of carrying a baby to term. So it's certainly very special. We would certainly encourage families to consider open adoption, but it really is a very private um, consideration mm-hmm. that needs to be made by the couple that's considering adoption. Nate, I've done a lot of uh, shows on adoption, but that has never come up in the show. So where you would go for a, an adoption, would they give you that choice when you go for an adoption? Uh, or is it a, another place that uh, you would talk to besides an adoption agency? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think most of the um, organizations that, that give embryo adoption services today tend to be Christian adoption agencies. I don't think that's exclusive, but it's just been our experience that that's the case. Um, so if you Googled, you know, embryo adoption, or you can go to my website, frozenbutnotforgotten.com, you can learn a little bit more about some of these agencies. And, and in fact, some of the people who provided um, comments or endorsement for my book uh, work for these agencies and lead them. Um, I think if you were to look at couples who are facing infertility, and perhaps going into an IVF uh, clinic or a doctor's office to talk about their options for building a family. Um, You know, sadly, too often, embryo adoption is not something that's brought up. My hope is that having conversations like the one you and I are having today, Stu, changes that dynamic and at least makes that option available to people and raises awareness about Mm -hmm. the possibility and just a joy that embryo adoption can be for families for whom it makes sense. Now, Nate, if the mother is uh, not able to conceive a child, she would be able to conceive the uh, frozen embryo? You know, it really is dependent on that woman and her, um, her uh, biology and her doctor's recommendations, but you're right. For many families that pursue embryo adoption, it's because of the fact that they face um, the ability not to conceive. And so, again, it really depends on a doctor's recommendations. Some women may be able to not conceive naturally but carry an embryo to term. Mm. Um, others may not. And so it's really case-by-case dependent. But certainly it's an option that many families that have struggled with infertility have used to bring a baby into their family, which is really exciting to me. I think a question uh, from our audience here. And uh, WICH, what is your question? Hi. Uh, are most of these embryos fertilized by medical uh, students? Thank you. Are they fertilized by medical students was the question. You know, that's a great question, and I will profess to not be an expert in uh, in vitro fertilization. It's my understanding that the tech, the people who produce embryos in a in a medical setting are are highly trained. Uh, this is something that the science has really been developing rapidly over the past couple of decades. So it may be the case that in some clinics, medical students play a role. My suspicion is that a majority of the embryos that are um, conceived in a laboratory are overseen by someone with significant medical training mm-hmm. above and beyond what a medical student would have. A couple of other questions, Nate. Um, if um, Can you tell if it's going to be twins? 
Yeah, so great question. I would say that initially my wife and I had planned to have two of the, we adopted a total of three embryos, and as it turns out, two of them in the process of thawing those embryos from frozen storage uh, sadly didn't survive. And so in our case, we just had one embryo transferred. However, it is possible, as I understand it, for embryos to split, and it's also possible to have more than one embryo transferred at a time. And so um, you don't, there's no guarantee you're going to have multiples, but there is a higher, higher opportunity of multiples when you're transferring more than one embryo or just going through this process in general. There is that mm-hmm. possibility. Mm-hmm. Does this have any, you know, we, we heard this for a long time. We haven't heard it lately that um, is this is how cloning might work sometime? You know, I can't really comment on cloning, uh, Stu. It's a good question. Um, I honestly don't know enough about that process to comment, but I think I would just say that uh, in this case, uh, the embryos are are fully conceived based on a mother and a father's genetic material. They're not being replicated, or there's not, you know, some people might think about this as like a sort of a Frankenstein's laboratory setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's, it's anything like that, um, and it's certainly... Uh, authorized under the law, and, and so uh, this is definitely uh, distinct from cloning, if that makes sense. So you got a, an adorable four-year-old girl. How's she getting along with the boys? Oh, man. She is. Uh, she loves to be outdoors. She can pick a fight with the best of them. Um, if anything, I think what we're struggling with right now in this stage of life is just trying to make sure that her brothers are teaching her good things, uh, mm-hmm. good words to be using, good manners. And, uh, you know, we ha- every day has its ups and downs, but she is, uh, she is a light in our lives. She has bright uh, red hair. Yeah. All of our other boys are brunettes. And so uh, she stands out in a crowd not only for her looks but also for her character and uh, just the personality she brings to the world. Well, it's so nice talking with you, Nate. Well, so what are we going to find in your book? Of course, lots of the things you alluded to here, but um, you have a whole book on this subject. Yes, Stu, thanks for giving me the opportunity. So the book is called Frozen But Not Forgotten. Mm -hmm. Again, that's Frozen But Not Forgotten. And in that book, you'll really find it's it's really for the embryo adoption curious, whether your family or someone you know is exploring ways to build their family, or if you're simply just curious about a form of adoption that often doesn't get covered, uh, Frozen But Not Forgotten is a great resource. You can pick that up wherever books are sold online. Uh, or you can go to my website, frozenbutnotforgotten.com. I've got a free newsletter you can sign up for. Uh, reach out to me and learn more about this really uh, compelling form of adoption. So are there, um, just last question, are there rules of uh, who can adopt a frozen uh, embryo? Do you have to be a certain age? or? Sure. So every adoption agency has different rules. There are some agencies that will not adopt to families that are older than age you know, in perhaps late 40s or early 40s, as an example. That's not true of everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, There also are adoption agencies that have a a very thorough adoption process like you would go through for domestic or any other. And my wife and I chose to go through one of those agencies, Nightlight Christian Adoptions. Um, But every every agency is different, so I would just encourage your listeners to do the research, check out the book if it's helpful, and don't hesitate to reach out with questions. Um, it's not for everyone, and I want to be really upfront about that, but for those families that are really struggling and thinking about how to bring a baby home, um, embryo adoption is certainly something I would recommend considering. Thank you so much, Nate. I bet um, you've got a beautiful family, I can tell, just by talking with you, and I appreciate you being on the show, and good luck with your book. It was a privilege, too. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You, too. 
Frozen but not forgotten. Let's take a little break. While I ponder that, we'll be right back. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. It's a great time to catch up or get ahead of the game. Hi, this is Allison Hannigan from Generations Family Health Center. Now is the time to get your child caught up on any missed exams like a wellness check, vaccinations, or camp and sports physicals. These may have been put off with the pandemic, but Generations is here to help you and your child. Did you know that a wellness visit for your child is not just a physical exam? It's also an opportunity to screen for developmental delays, mental health or nutrition concerns, family medical history, and so much more. It's also a great time to get your child caught up on their vaccinations. And as always, staff at Generations can help you access the resources you need to ensure that your child has a healthy and happy summer. Learn more at genhealth.org or call our Norwich office at 860-885-1308 to schedule your child's appointment. New patients are always welcome. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Well, this portion of our program is an open topic. And if you want to talk about that or anything else, the number is uh, 889-5252. 889-5252. Sometimes it's fun to find uh, someone to interview that I haven't interviewed. And then I spotted this one. I said, hmm, let's look into that, huh? Everything starts with WICH.com. Your number one local connection can be your connection to all social media. Make our website your gateway to Facebook, Twitter, and more. It's easy. Your first stop is WICH.com. Click pictures of station events and personalities with Instagram. Search YouTube videos. Get breaking news on our front page Twitter feed. Email us. Sign up for the WICH newsletter. It's a winning combination. WICH.com and WICH AM 1310. WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. Sunny, then increasing cloudiness late in the day. High 78. Showers, then showers, and more showers, and then maybe a thunderstorm. 63. Wednesday morning showers make way for sunny skies, 82. And Thursday, showers likely perhaps an isolated thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy and 77. Currently, it's 81. Do I hear 82, 82, 81 degrees? And hope the weather is good, knock on wood, for a week from today when we have our on-air get-together. Dairy Queen in Taftville. It's finally coming up. You're welcome to come by. WICH listeners get a free ice cream. And you'll have chances to win some nice nice prizes that we have to give away. And the first 100 people get uh, an American flag because June 14th is Flag Day. So the nice people at uh, Dairy Queen did not forget that, and they got 100 flags to give away. Nice job. And then I think after the... Uh, Broadcast. I may have uh, one of those big ice creams. You know what we're talking about. Hmm. Sam is supposed to come down. She's one that uh, put the idea in everybody's head. Talking about uh, one of the great ice creams that you can get at Dairy Queen. And we said, why don't we see if we can get all the folks together? 
So this, I believe, will be the fourth one. The fourth one that we'll be having. We would have had more, but of course, uh, nasty old COVID came in and uh, ruined a couple of years. You're on the air. Welcome. Very nice interview, Mr. Stubri. Thank you. I've learned a lot from that. So did I. Hmm. A few things I didn't know in there. Hmm. Those, uh, those two planes just came right over my house. The windows were rattling. Does this happen often? Yeah. Hmm. It just happened just now. To, listen, I don't object. To, I don't care what the planes are doing or whatever. Here's the, here's the problem. If you just read the news, did you see the latest plane that crashed out in the desert? Yeah, I heard about guy, that. Yeah, the the, the Navy guy got uh, the guy got uh, killed. Usually, they got an ejection thing in those planes. By the way, that if there's a malfunction with the plane, they can they can shoot their way out. But this is why they train with these planes out over the ocean, Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. and and in the deserts. So if there is a malfunction, and there's been a lot of malfunction with these planes. So you have a malfunction on one of these planes flying this low, there's going to be a disaster in the neighborhood. It's coming. The day is coming. Well, I hope not, but I know that's well, what people are afraid happen. of. And then who's going to, and everybody's going to be blaming everybody when it, when it happens. But uh, this is the reason why the, if something happens with a plane, it doesn't have it, if it's 35,000 feet, you got some time to do something with the plane. Where if it's mm-hmm. uh, five thousand feet, you, that's going to be it. Well, that's a good the plane's point. Going to be in the ground in a matter of seconds. No, well, it's a good point it, you're making. I understand. Yep. So, um, but anyways, they just came right over the. I, I don't know how they are, but one guy was mentioning that on the. Oh yeah, did you see the video? You see the latest video of that punk, that seventeen-year-old punk in California, ran that woman over with her kid, with her child in the in the carriage. We have seen it a few times last night. Yeah, I... did you see that in Gascon, uh George Soros, a uh, uh, main man out there, the district attorney, let the let the kid off again. He's got a, a rap sheet a mile long, and he does this to that lady and her child, and he lets him off again and puts him in summer camp. Gascon is camp. a Gascon is a sick evil man, and so is Soros, who supported him with all that money when he ran. So, what? So he's on recall uh, now. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, and the other guy from San Francisco, his recall is today. Good. He I hope it's today. I hope they get rid of them. It's the only yeah. way. So, he's just as bad as uh, Gascon. Both of them are uh, pathetic. Uh, uh, to, to, to be... Um, you know, when you're when you when you're an attorney, you get hired as a district attorney. You're supposed to be for the victims and for the police officers and for the people. You want to be a defense attorney, then then don't take the district attorney's job. That that's not the right job uh, uh, for you if you if you don't feel mm-hmm. towards towards the victims of crime. If you want to be be on the other side, you feel for the the perpetrator. Then, then be a defense attorney. Do you get the idea, Larry, that most of those voters don't have a clue what they're voting for? They just vote for the D, as long as it's not an R. You know what I mean? It's pathetic. Well, like you said, George Soros has a lot to do with the elections. They vote differently uh, in states for these district attorneys than they do, like in Connecticut. Uh, uh, so um, when that happens, this is where you got the corruption involved with, with, with the people who get put into these uh, positions. 
but this is terrible to to uh, almost kill that lady and her little baby. It's a and miracle they, they weren't killed. Camp. Miracle they and, weren't and killed. On top of it, the car was stolen, and he yeah. was high on marijuana and, and alcohol. But yeah. they didn't. He didn't even charge him for possession of a stolen motor vehicle. Well, I would lock that little monster up a long time. Let me tell you that yeah. much. Well, yeah. buddy. So, and the reason why he 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 put in a statement, Gascon, the reason why he said that he charged him with uh, minor misdemeanors is because he didn't want the poor boy to have a police record when he turned eighteen years old. Yeah, he's a gosh, he, he's a sick man, Gascon. He's a very sick man, and uh, it would be wonderful to get rid of him. So, well, if the people don't do it uh, this time. They don't get to get rid of them, and uh, same thing with today with the uh, with the district attorney in San Francisco, and so be it. Uh, you people can get what you get out there and and live with it uh, if that's if that's what they want. So I hope that 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 recall works today, and that guy's going bye bye. All right, I'm rooting for that. That would be the best news of the day. Thanks, Larry. Bye. See ya. Hi, welcome yeah. to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. It's the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter and uh, two minutes you know, to go. I, I I really I really enjoy Larry's theories and and his experience. Hey man, that guy, you know, running over a little girl and a, and the mother, in a and and five five uh, months or whatever five thousand dollar bail. Come on, man, this guy this is getting ridiculous, huh? Yeah, yeah. People better be careful who they vote for. So you're going to have a blizzard at the Dairy Queen. You know I am. You know what? I, I'm in. I'm in your corner, Mike Bogoslowski. I want the small nuggets. I don't want the big chocolate chip. Okay. I like them in cookies. <laughs> hey, you didn't play. You didn't play my song, but that was cool. The one song you played, though, Stu, it reminded me of Shirley Temple when she was 16, as she grew older, and she's been around. You know, Shirley Temple. That one song you played. I don't know the name of the song, but I. I. I, I can. You know, I can, I can remember that song, Gre- but greasy it was kid really stuff. cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, and Joe, you, and you did some hair and all that stuff. But hey, we'll get back to the other one. I I do like Daisy Duke, uh, Catherine Bach, The Boar's Head. Yeah, I would like to listen to that song, uh, Short Shorts. All right, Short Shorts. That's the one, right? Okay. Yeah, but you, you started it out, but you never finished it. So, but that's okay. I'll get you on the rebound. I love you. All right, buddy. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hey, hello there. Can I talk about <clears throat> immigration? Yeah. Do we have Andy. a Do we have a problem? <laughs> Open border. We had um, President Biden and his wife were in Uvalde, Texas. Um, appropriately to talk to the parents and and everybody mm-hmm. involved in that school shooting. They were 50, approximately 50 miles from the border. It was his chance to go to the border to see what's going on. He knows, he knows what's going on. But, um, you know, he didn't. And we have um, tens of thousands who started today in, in a caravan in the south of Mexico to come up. They're expecting 15,000 in this caravan mm-hmm. to come in. Can you imagine what that will do to the border border guards as they come in? They're not going to be able to do their jobs. No, no. And there's a percentage that uh, get by them. 
You know, I was thinking, I just wanted to run it by you in the audience. What if a terrorist gets through, and that's very possible because there's, they just can't handle all of them. And, Terrorists uh, have gotten through. And does a nine, another 9-11, can we put the president in jail because of that? Hmm? Oh, I'd like to put him in jail for a lot of things. <laughs> okay. We should be able to. We should be able to. I yeah. mean, when people slip um, in, they could be terrorists, and they could be the type that uh, could do some devastating things. It doesn't take a lot of them to do it. No, it doesn't. And terrorists have gotten through. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've they found them, you know, later, after they've gotten through. So yeah, I know. I know. It does happen. And... <laughs> One of the the jobs of the president is to protect our border, and he failed. Um, the The um, cartels are making thirty plus million a day. It's nice we can um, support allowing them. the people in and the drugs in and the guns in and everything in. It's it's outrageous. He's supporting the cartels yeah. and and our country is suffering. And so many of our citizens are living day to day and. Cartels are making thirty million a day. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, have a great day. All right, you too. It's a beautiful day. All right, Bye. thanks. Thank you, Joe. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Oh hi, Stu. Ohio. Do you ever get the feeling that um DC is on the bad guy side? I mean, I don't know. I get the feeling, yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, yeah, like that Navarro guy. Either that or they're just extremely dumb, I don't know. Oh, I, this, oh, we are in a very evil time. But you know what you said could be true with terrorists coming over the border? I actually envision some other part of some other country's army that's anti-America literally going in and taking over the White House and the Capitol. Well, I don't want that to happen. That's, no, that's horrible. No, but... He's asking for it. No, he, he I, does. You know, they say, oh, the borders are guarded. Not really. They are coming in like uh, almost 200. I don't know if it was 200,000 a month. Uh, but we all know they're, they're well, he's not going, let's, away. Let's face it. He's not going to stop doing it. Although uh, if he wants to do better in November, he could at least try. But, um, he seems to want to take the country down with him, the Democrat Party down with him. He he acts like he doesn't even really care. And I don't know how anyone could even think he's doing a good job or vote for him. And gas is almost up to five here. Susan, Susan, he has advisors. Uh, this is not just him with this border. Obviously, it's something, and this is just my speculation, to get more votes for the Democrats eventually by letting people over the border. That's my take on it. I could be wrong. Oh, I I guess. And I was thinking about the ones, that school shooting and the, the policemen, and I know that no one really knows about why they stood down. But you know what? I believe any policeman from here on in should be sent to New York City for their training. I think that would really make a good policeman if they had to do they have great what they police. have to deal with in New York City. They have great policemen in New York, but their yeah. criminal justice system is uh, terrible. 
No, yeah. Terrible. Yep, and I heard Adams, he's getting very low ratings. They should be. They're not impressed with him anymore. He, he, can't, he can't handle it. Because he finally spoke up about... You know, it's not just guns the problem. It's letting uh, these criminals out on the streets. It took yeah. him a long time to say that, but he finally did. And, that, that, you know, so that's why I'm, I'm thinking the, the big deal Democrats, they just seem to be on the bad guy's side. I can't help it. I would love you know? to hear Richard Blumenthal come out and say, hey, you know, we need to get sit down on the gun issue, but we also need to keep these hardened criminals locked up so they won't come out and hurt somebody. Could I hear that from Murphy or Blumenthal or anyone? No. I, I hope them two get booted out. I really do. Eventually, just go. You're not doing Connecticut any good, and you're not doing the citizens of our country any good. But they seem to be making a lot of money in D.C. Mm-hmm. That's a definite. All right. Have a good day and tiptoe through the tulips. Oh, yeah. All uh, right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi there, sir. <clears throat> I heard Larry saying earlier that the planes went over his house. Yeah, he said his uh, windows were shaking. Okay. Yesterday morning I was on the Internet, and I saw an article Four large helicopters fly over New England. So I did the read more thing, and according to Channel 5 helicopter, I think they're in Boston, I'm not sure, um, they followed them and they went over the city of Boston and then they disappeared. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was helicopters yesterday. Well, it's a, it's a training so thing, I hear. I, yeah. I was reading the uh, New London Day this weekend. I broke down and paid four dollars for uh, a paper and uh, <clears throat> according to the New London Day we're going to have an exciting week this week oh really? did you read the New London Day Sunday? no not Sunday I have a no I don't I didn't have it okay. Sunday no well there was an article in there the January 6th committee mm-hmm. is going to be uh, laying down the process that happened on up to January 6th. Oh, yeah, Thursday it's going to be on national television, prime well, time. I didn't know if you heard that or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you, are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm very interested in knowing what, what happened. And according to what I read also, the Department of Justice finally charged two of the gang members with uh, conspiracy. Two of the gang members? Yeah, the leaders of the... Oh, the Proud Boys. Yes, the Proud Boys. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine with me. Because the committee was complaining about them dragging their feet on it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the last I had heard. I just don't don't want any innocent people locked up, but those that are guilty, absolutely, that's fine. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. And I want to find out, I don't care if it's Democrat, Independent, or Republican, I want to find out who was involved, because I read articles about... uh, Congressman given tours the day before it happened. Yeah, well, I'll be watching it because I want to learn. I want to know. I mean, the committee is uh, is kind of fake. They got all people who were uh, definitely on the side of finding people guilty, right? Uh, which was wrong. But you know, a lot of people are not going to know about that. But you don't have to uh, be a lawyer to figure out what mm. they were up to and and what they 
planned on doing. Yeah, it was, you know, the, the evidence is out there, some of it. It was shameful. I, always, uh, I would also like to uh, ask questions of Nancy Pelosi. Why, when they oh, had... Yeah. We had, they and had I, in, I never would have thought that that would happen in our democracy. No, I know, and that's, it's frightening. But she had advance warning, and she could have gotten uh, the National Guard there. I'd like to know why she didn't. And I, I was reading some of the articles, you know, in the newspapers and whatnot, and also online, that a lot of the, the young pages, you know, 17, 18 years old, they were all crying and very, very upset because of what was going on. No, it was a terrible day, and people were in that capital and roaming it around. Right. And, and, you know, even though Trump denies it, he gave subliminal messages as far as I'm concerned because the, the, the ones that did get in the White House, I mean the, the Congress there, <clears throat> said that they counted on Trump bailing them out. Well, that didn't happen, obviously. That was the kind of message that some of them got. And they say they're going to interview some of them. They're going to provide the interviews mm-hmm. with some of the people that got in and let the public hear what they have to say. Well, I'll be watching it with you. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Stu. I just thought I'd call and share what I learned. No, I'm glad you did. Thank you, sir. Appreciate have it. Have a good day. You too. Sad time, wasn't it? People walking around. Capital inside. Mm. But then on the other side of the coin, there were people who didn't do a darn thing that they have harassed. Even some people that weren't even there. So uh, we'll see. We'll watch it on Thursday. But when they put together this group of people, um, they did it definitely. They slanted it towards what their feelings was. So it wasn't really a fair mix. If you follow it, you kind of know what I'm talking about. In the meantime... What else is new, right? 889-5252 at WICH. Prime time on Thursday nights. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Uh, did you hear about that horrific incident that happened a couple days ago in uh, Arizona with the three police? And they let that man drown? No, I don't know that story, no. It was horrible. Uh, yeah, this uh, a husband and wife were arguing at some beach somewhere in Arizona, and three police came. One was female, and the other two were male police. And um, it showed the video. They had the body cam, everything. And, uh, you know, the, it seemed like the woman had, a, you know, a few emotional issues, and they were asking her if she was on medication. Uh, I guess she had called. I'm not certain. Uh, but he and the police said that you know either of you hit each other. No, they were just getting loud and arguing. But honestly, I think the man was suicidal, and she didn't want to say that. That's my guess. And, but anyway, because he was acting so strange, and I felt really bad for him. And he was like, uh, you know, talking about his liver. And he was only like thirty four, thirty six. He said to the police, "Oh, my liver's not well." And anyway, he writes before the police. I mean, they did ask him if he needed medical attention. He said no, but obviously he did. Right where they're standing inches from him, he climbed over this uh, metal fence, and he jumped into this lake or body of water, and they said, oh, you can't do that, you know, uh, that, that you're not allowed to swim in there. And the man couldn't even swim to begin with, which is even worse, and they all watched him swim out, I don't know, 20 yards or so, and he's screaming, I can't touch bottom. Oh, my God, help me, help me, and none of them would help them. They said, we're not 
helping you. We're not jumping in after you. And every single one of them watched him drown, and his wife saw it, too. Well, that's a sad story. I was not aware of it. Yeah, so. and it was just so bad. And also, I wanted to say, uh, can you uh, do you know what's happening with the station 94? I'm on the FM side, and I it keeps cutting out for days. It's all staticky. I can't get it in anywhere. So... Was it ever coming in clear where you are, or is all of a sudden it's getting staticky? Or Yeah, all of a sudden it's getting staticky, yeah, and I can't. I'm having trouble hearing it now. I have a portable radio. I move it room to room. and uh, can, you hear the, not, can you hear the AM at all where you are? I can't get that one in at all. I'm on a little portable, uh, you know, a little plug-in one, but, yeah, I can't get the 1310 one in at all. What, uh, what area do you live in? I'm right, uh, I'm by the Bowling Alley area, like Norwich Town. Well, they should have no problem getting AM or FM there. I know, this is odd. I don't know what's, I don't know if anyone else is having issues, but uh, does the, that's awful. Does the I radio, really get upset because they want to hear it. Does the little radio need batteries, or? Huh? No, this, well, no, it's, I have an AC, it's plugged into the wall, so I even pulled mm -hmm. the antenna up. I haven't had to before. That's not even getting it in today. So when everybody's talking, I'll hear another station at the same time, or I'll hear a lot of static. Well, that's really unusual. Uh, you should be coming in loud and clear on AM and FM. Are they doing any work in the area? Well, not to my knowledge, but I didn't give that a thought. Maybe it's something like that. But it has cut out at different times before this, but not this long, not two days in a row, you know. Right, I'll I'll mention it to the uh, so it's near the bowling alley there, right? Yeah, you're okay. right, correct. I'll mention to it the powers of B. Thanks, and uh, keep trying. We don't want to lose you. Okay, I know. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. French Fry here. Hey, Mister Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. They call it an insurrection. I don't call it that. I call it a riot. I don't know why anyone would want to watch what they're going to produce, because it's going to be slanted, Democrat-wise. Well, but, it's definitely slanted by the group that are working on it, but are there, yeah. certainly there are things that um, I want to know about that maybe we don't know about. Well, I want to know what they did to the people that rioted in Seattle and burnt all the buildings and businesses down for weeks and weeks out there. and, and, mm -hmm. and that all that damage. They didn't seem too interested in those people out there. I know that Kamala uh, Harris helped raise bail for some of those who were destroying yeah. things. I, I just don't understand it. I mean, it's uh, I don't get it. I guess that's where we live today. I get it. That's filthy politics as usual. Yep. I just wanted to get that off my chest. So all right, we don't want you. I get, got it off. <laughs> we don't want you to get too fried, Mister French Fry. <laughs> all right, kid. Have a good Have day. A good Thank you. Have a good afternoon, bud. Hi. Hi, welcome to the program. I felt like Curly in the Three Stooges. All right, if you uh, got disconnected, you can connect. You would be next at 889-5252 if you choose. Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together, we turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. 
Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side by side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community. And in Taiwan, people are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. We have time for some more action on the lines. You are on the air. Welcome. Yeah, that lady that just called about the station not coming in, I think I've told you this many uh, times, and Dan and Brian in the morning as well. Um, I listen to my transistor radio outside, always get the uh, AM, no problem, 24-7, but uh, all week long, me as well, I can't listen to FM in the house. It's been coming in a little staticky, so I just switched to AM, but it's odd that she lives so close to the radio station almost, and she can't get the um Yeah, that's something I... I definitely want to look into because that shouldn't be. Well, the thing is, too, I told Dan when you guys first came on and I found you again that your um, your FM, well, that's terrific. So I put it on, and when I got in the car, it goes to, like, a symphony station. And he goes, yeah, the tower's not tall enough, so I just have you AM in the car. And if it comes in clear on the house in the morning, um, FM, I listen. And if it doesn't, I switch over to AM. Yeah, whatever you get the most clarity on. So you yeah. having trouble even in Norwich with the FM? Uh, me, I'm in North Stonington. Oh, you're I'm North Stonington. I'm from Foxwood. So, okay. yeah, no, I have no problem. But when I go into the car, mm-hmm. I can't get um, FM at all. It just it goes right to a symphony station. Yeah, the signal goes uh, in another direction. I have, so I'm aware of that one. But I'm <laughs> glad uh, you've got... AM and FM, so we... We're glad to, to listen to you, but how long has it been um, switched to FM? Oh, it's been six months now, maybe? Yeah, that's what I thought, because when I heard um, Dan in the morning, I thought, boy, what are you doing six days a week? You're on NLC, not anymore. He does Saturdays, obviously, but... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, well, there you go. So, the same thing with me, but like I said, I'm surprised you can't even get the AM. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, the FM, you mean, the FM, right? I mean, yeah, but yeah. And she can't even get the AM, she said. Where you are? In, no, her. The oh, her, yes. Yeah. She, she had yeah. it both on AM and FM, yeah. That was yeah. very confusing. I, yeah, I can get AM, no problem, no matter what. I, I prefer to go outside and listen to the radio outside, so... Um, yeah, the weather's good. Thank you very much. I want to know okay. these things. Thank you. You bet. Okay. Eight eight nine five two five two, and you would be next. Next. Remember, they taking a number and waiting in line at the meat counter, and somehow you think you're next, and somebody uh, goes in front of you, and they're adamant, and you go, "All right, what's your beef?" Instead of "Where's the beef?" No, no confrontations. If somebody's doing something rude on the road, let them go. Let them go. It's not worth an altercation. You're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon, Stu. How you doing? Fine, sir. Thank you. That's good. Hey, Stu, did you happen to catch the Hannity last night, the, the pictures of uh, good old Hunter Biden standing there in the nude with a, with a pistol in his hands? No, I've seen a lot of pictures of Hunter recently, but I didn't watch, uh, I didn't watch Hannity last night, so I didn't see uh, it. 
Well, that that was the latest one last night. And of course, I mm-hmm. I don't think Fox News was making it up. No, no. But I wonder. They weren't. I wonder what good old Joe Biden thought about that one. Listen, anybody who follows the news knows that there's been an extreme cover-up when it comes to Hunter Biden. And, and that's the name of that tune. He's just not going to be treated like uh, you and I would be treated, put it that way. That, that, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And as far as Joe Biden goes, uh, I don't think he really cares about the, the fuel prices or the economy or anything. I think he's just in this presidency for the uh, presidency for the glory of saying that he was the president of the United States. Well, I don't know. He's considered now, in some circles, the, one of the worst that we've ever had. So I don't even know if worse. he realizes even, that. <laughs> even worse than Jimmy Carter. And yeah. I'm still waiting for his supporters to call up and tell us what, what a fantastic job this man's doing. All right, sir. All right. Well, you have a good afternoon. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. WICH 889-5252 is our number. All opinions are welcome on this program, so don't hesitate to call up with your opinion. Because that's the way it should be in this country, to hear everybody's opinion. So we're we're doing that. Jimmy Fallon, of course, has his talk show after 2 o'clock, and also he mixes in a little comedy with him. He's been on television a lot these days. Man, every time I put it on, he's there he is. He's always got some new lines. It's uh, really amazing. Well, he is a stand-up comedian. That's what he does when he's not doing talk shows or appearing, uh, appearing on Fox News. He absolutely goes around doing stand-up comedy. I don't know where he gets the energy, to be honest with you. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, fact of the afternoon. Fact of the afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Our uh, President Biden gave the speech, I believe, was it at Annapolis? And he said, uh, one of his comments was, uh, they are going to graduate, and what they have is the highest of good, the highest standard. And this is not a direct quote. But whatever they do is of more importance than can be imagined. Well, we hope they do a wonderful job, that's for sure. Right. But he is president. His highest good, I think, is more payments from the Ukraine, more uh, uh, contracts with uh, China. Wasn't uh, wasn't, uh, his son involved with receiving all kinds of dough? Yeah, he got lots of money for somebody who who isn't really wasn't qualified to do some of the stuff there. Yeah, but you know, I, I think uh, his daring to tell people that they are going to do the highest of good as though he himself is doing it uh, is, is really really, really a stretch. And it reminds me of when I worked on uh, the railroad. Um, the One of the supervisors said, uh, one of the big shots from Boston uh, what we do is above uh, other standards. We are held to a higher standard than anybody else. Well, you know, uh, there was always the scuttlebutt about what he did, and there were things he did which uh, were pretty serious. And it, it, when Biden did uh, the statement of the highest good, 
Oh, man. You know, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Well, you know, I think any president would have said that. We want you to do good things for our country, and um, it's pretty standard stuff. It is standard stuff, but he doesn't abide by the standard. Now, mm-hmm. who, who, which country uh, loves standards more than any other? Uh, the United States has all kinds of standards, ANS, uh, ANSI, and ASME, and... and Standard after standard after standard after standard for doing things. The main competitor would be France. Uh, France likes to take everybody's uh, uh, ideas and property and uh, turn it into a standard, and thereby uh, they get uh, the credit and the recognition and the prestige. For well, I never, th- I never thought of France that way, but you. Entitled to your opinion. I got to go, but thank you, sir. Have a great day. We try to have as many standards as we can on this program, and hopefully good. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Please be kind, and don't lose any friends over politics, because everybody has a right to their opinion. Friends are more than politics and family. Talk more about that tomorrow and other things. All right, I think the kids are ready. You ready, kids? That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. That's a guy by the name of Kai Winding. Kai Winding. It's an interesting first name, Kai. K-A-I. And the song is more. Uh, We'll have more coming up with Jimmy Fowler, who's been with us for a few months now, getting a good reaction to his show. He can be very funny. And he's a pretty bright guy. WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Don't forget our buddy Dan O'Brien in the morning at 6. It 